All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on the new world order. I felt in my spirit that it was time to put together a part two to the new world order series. And I highly recommend going back and listening to part one if you haven't had a chance to. the reason why this topic is vital and needs to be spoken on is because the new world order is here this is not some speculation or a theory or a prediction or a conspiracy theory like most of you love to claim no this is in fact clear cut facts Evidence, irrefutable truths. When you have the eyes to see with, ears to hear with, and mind to think with, because we got to be honest here, brothers and sisters, not many people have any type of foresight or ability to see things for what they are, to view reality without any biases, without any preconceived notions, without any fear. You know, fear will consume an individual to the point where they're going to deem the truth as negative. They're going to immediately call the truth a conspiracy theory without even looking into it. You know, in a lot of cases, this is, this is a defense mechanism. This is a deflection. It can even be projection of one's insecurities onto you. When you speak about these type of topics and you see people get uncomfortable, you see them make the stink face or they roll their eyes or they look away and they immediately get on their phone or try to distract them, distract themselves. You see here, we don't shy away from the truth whatsoever. We open up about ourselves. We open about up about our hurdles, our setbacks, our mishaps. And we lay it all on the table. By now, those who've been following the narrow path of the righteous definitely have some insight into my life, into who I am and who I'm becoming. You see, I'm thankful for my past. I'm thankful for the things I went through because I wouldn't be sitting here right now, today, being able to deliver this message without going through what I had to go through. I wouldn't be sitting here today 
delivering this message without the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High. You see, the New World Order was a topic that first came to mind in my life right around the time of September 11th. You know, I was in seventh grade. I still vividly remember waiting to go to school and seeing the TV report about the first so-called plane hitting the so-called tower. I think this was at like, I'm Central Standard Time, but I think this happened around like 7 a.m. my time. So even before I arrived at school, there was chaos. And then when I arrived at school, I will still remember to this day, teachers crying and huddling up and coming together and at this point, a few hours later, I believe the so-called second plane hit the, sec- the so-called second tower. And then they had the third random plane, which most people forget about. And I remember just sitting there watching my teachers cry and I was just quiet, a little confused. I, I My mind, even when I watched it on TV and the news, when they kept replaying, you know, the, the image, the video, my mind still wasn't able to process it. It wasn't out of some kind of fear or worry. I remember I still never felt fearful of anything. Of course there was concern and worry because at the time I'm in seventh grade, you know, there's lives lost. There's teachers around me crying, students, you know, talking and freaking out. I remember I just kind of zoned out that day don't really remember particularly how that rest of the night went or week. I'm sure my parents and I just had a normal night, had dinner. My parents definitely talked about it, definitely were glued to the TV. But as time passed, I began to really analyze my surroundings. And I remember, I'll never forget this moment to this day, when that George W. Bush so-called president was delivering a speech to the people. I'm not sure exactly what speech. Obviously, at this time, a lot of speeches happened. But I remember this was right around the time, maybe it was a little bit after September 11th, maybe within the first couple weeks or month. But this was right when we were going to go and invade, I believe it was Afghanistan, for the first time. You know how we declared a war on terror. You know how quick, I mean, if you have a memory, go back and look into how quick we sprung ourselves into war. And I remember just having a feeling in my gut, in my spirit, that something was off. That us automatically declaring a war on terror and automatically finding that it came from Afghanistan. It came from the so-called, what did they call them, the Taliban? Back then, I can't remember because there's so many psyops they give you. They give you the Taliban, they give you ISIS, they give you, you know, a, a plethora of invisible boogeymen. But I remember them saying, oh, it was these Muslims. I think about 15 to 20 of them somehow came to the United States, got visas, learned how to fly a plane within a few weeks, and then did the impossible maneuvered jumbo jets because they took box cutters and somehow overtook the plane. And I remember hearing that part of the, about the box cutters and I was like, no way, dude. 
If I was an adult and I was on a plane, there's no way that somebody would overtake a plane with a box cutter. I'm sorry, man. I I just knew d- deep down that that just that that explanation just didn't sit right with me, and I didn't I didn't know why I was feeling that way. I just didn't know why. You have like a, a feeling in the, in your gut, in the pit of your stomach that something is off. And I'm hearing the official accounts, this, that, and the third. You know, they took box cutters, they had bombs, whatever, you know, whatever crazy entertainment they gave us in chaos. I remember Bush watching this speech. To go back to what I was getting at, watching this speech, and Bush had declared war war on terror and that he literally in front of the whole entire nation, the world, stated that the war would be won soon (laughs) and i'm like okay so i'm thinking to myself all right i'm gonna i'm gonna wait and see i'm gonna hold this man to his word only to come to find out that somehow there's an insurgence of so-called terrorists right who some for some reason wanted to come into america and kill every single one of us just for some reason and that just didn't make sense to me. And I remember how prolonged, I remember how the media flipped that switch and how prolonged the war became and how we kept extending it and extending it for various reasons. You know, oh, they got stronger. Oh, we captured this place, but lost this place. You know, whatever stories they would spin on us. And I remember witnessing firsthand the media using fear mongering and propaganda to demonize so-called Muslims, so-called Arabs, demonize them to the point where they're telling you on TV people are being discriminated against, you know, regardless of whether those are crisis actors or agent provocators on TV. That whole brainwashing and propaganda definitely was absorbed by the majority of the masses. You know, by this time, nothing like this had ever happened on U.S. soil to that degree. Other than, you know, they gave you like what Columbine and like the Oklahoma City bombing and what I'm trying to think of what else they've given us. You know, Pearl Harbor probably was the, the biggest psyop they gave us. But you know what I'm saying? You know, what I'm getting at nothing like this had happened to like straight civilians. In this magnitude. And I even remember the, the first initial reports were reporting like what I think it was like upwards of 10 to 20,000 deaths. And I'm like, what in the world? And then eventually it came out to about, what, 3,000 or 4,000? You know, be that as it may, I still just remember vividly watching the brainwashing occurring with the people and people becoming prejudiced and racist towards Arabs and Muslims. People who had lived their lives here in the United States, had had their own businesses, worked for corporations, worked jobs, lived honest lives, paid their taxes you know, voted, you know, the so-called American dream. They were partaking in the so-called society, right? And I remember just, you know, witnessing this and uh, grown adults, because might I remind you, I was only in seventh grade, but I always knew that being prejudiced and racist was dumb. I hung out with a lot of kids, white, black, Asian, Mexican, you know, it, it didn't matter to me. It was, they, they were people. And so I remember witnessing adults acting this way and I just it just nothing seemed correct 
And I remember during this time period, as time passed on, I went into eighth grade, into ninth grade, into high school. And right around the time even of 9-11, I became good friends with a, a group of friends. You know, they were all into skateboarding. They were all into partying, all this stuff, but they were good friends. They were into music. We had similar tastes, so we would all meet up at one of our friends' places in their cul-de-sac. Or not cul-de-sac, but their neighborhood. And there's two good friends of mine that lived across the street from each other. You know, and they always hosted, they always had people over to come skate. You know, they would they would set up like ramps and, you know, whatever, skating accessories that they had their hands on, rails, anything. People would come over, sleepovers, parties, all that stuff. But I remember vividly one of the neighbors, older brothers, because we were all in the same grade, right? All the kids that we were hanging out with. But one of my neighbor's older brothers was about, I, I want to say two years older than us, maybe four max. And at this point, when we were like, I believe this is around between seventh and ninth grade, he was already in high school getting ready to go to college. And I remember this brother would vividly, I vividly remember this brother telling us about 9-11 and explaining how it was an inside job and, you know, it was a so-called false flag from the government. And I remember just hearing that information and it, it changed me. It really changed me. It was like confirmation in a way, sub, you know, subconsciously, because at this time, consciously, I don't think I was able to even absorb what I was hearing, <laughs> to be honest. Like you almost can't even comprehend. And I, I do believe that's how most people are. They, they can't comprehend that type of evil because in my opinion, when you're not aligned and connected with the most high, you're never going to be able to comprehend evil, like pure evil in wickedness. You're not. So you're going to be like, oh, why would the government do this? Why would this do that? You know, you know, people always have those classic little responses when you can give them a million examples of what the government has been caught doing and what the government has admitted to doing. And they still give you that blank fluoride stare. Or they still try to argue with you. It's, it's crazy. But I remember when we started having these conversations with my friend's older brother, the wheels in my head started churning, brothers and sisters. I started, you know, and, and it was funny because this friend's older brother was giving this information to all of us. You know, it really it was like a select few of us, like the two friends who lived across the street. But the younger brother didn't really seem really receptive to the information that he was receiving from his older brother. But our mutual friend and I really, really were, were into it. We really started hearing him out. And I mean, this guy wasn't just doing normal research. He, he was reaching out to people such as Judy Wood, Dr. Judy Wood. Go look her up. I believe she was a professor and she studied metal. That's what I want to say. And she was one of the first who spoke out. And she requested that, you know, the government or the Pentagon or whatever you want to call, sends her and other professors samples from the sites from the towers from the so-called pentagon and she had been been stonewalled basically was unable to get what she needed other so-called scientists and professors were asking for these things i believe there's even a petition signed for that to, by by professors and, and scientists and world-renowned so-called prominent figures that all basically were demanding answers 
And so from there, once I started seeing that, I'm like, okay, this is pretty messed up. If this was a so-called attack, why would you not share this? This is not like this is just random civilians asking for insight, like everyday people. No, this are, these are so-called, these are professors, world-renowned, highly respected professors, at least according to Babylon. And I remember him updating us on how Judy would always would, you know, meet have always been met with resistance and she was basically trolled she was being trolled even before the internet really allowed trolling because you got to remember back in between 2001 and like 2004 or five ish when i started really getting into this i mean what did we have it was basically myspace you had aol instant messenger you maybe had some like internet blogs small ones but for the most part there wasn't a huge way to connect but even she i think this was even before youtube even but even she was re- getting resistance from people people so using smear campaigns whether it's through blogs or you know myspace whatever it may be but basically i started to notice that she was basically being demonized for asking for questions and that was an immediate red flag to me an immediate red flag like this lady's just trying to get answers for a so-called terrorist attack what's going on here why why what's going why why can why can you not help and you know of course there's going to be distractors and naysayers you're going to say oh well she's not a part of the cia or the fbi or the government okay obviously she's not but you got to ask yourself what their track records are you trust the cia and the fbi and the government okay you're definitely deep asleep go back to sleep go tuck yourself in because that's what an idiot would ask and basically state you got to start thinking these coincidence theorists are out of control honestly and i remember over the years he heavily got into this 9-11 stuff posting and this is right around the time i was getting into college and you know by then like i really didn't get to see him that often because he was going to school to become a brain surgeon you know get his medical degree and that that was a hard process for him but he still never gave up he still persevered he'd go on facebook he'd post links and then back then like he'd get very low engagement i believe a lot of people were pretty fired up and angry at him for speaking the truth and just asking questions because you know how people are they hear it on the news they take it as fact the the news allows them to get emotional you know, it tells them, oh, you need to be prejudiced towards this racial group because they're all terrorists. They might have connections. They might be, you know, agents or sleepers in, in the United States, you know, looking to suicide bomb you, all of these lies, you know, and people get emotional. People get angry. You know, they give you the whole guise of your government and the Constitution and your forefathers and voting and your rights and war and freedom and patriotism and people fall for it. They just eat it up straight up eat it up so i remember he he got a lot of resistance but me and our friend always were open-minded about hearing and i remember even getting to a point where he had put up a youtube video where he would actually go to seminars and and places where there would be like meetings about 9-11 with prominent so-called figures and he would be calling out all of these these gatekeepers were to the point where they were shadow banning him kicking him out of events all this stuff so it was getting pretty serious getting very serious and so i remember he had told us about a situation with i believe it was judy woods one of her one of her students 
and I got to look more into this, but this is what he had told me. And this was years ago. This is, I mean, years ago, told me how a student of hers was helping her out and got really deep into it, into the rabbit hole and was found out, ended up missing, ended up dead, I believe. And I, I was just like, wow, okay, this is getting out of hand. And that was even around the time where you started hearing talks about the new world order. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit younger than a lot of people. I'm only 32. A lot of people have already been hearing about the new world order for, for years. You know, they've, they've known about it for not even just years, decades. There's books that have come out. I, I can't remember them off the top of my head. I mean, I know there's a be, Behold a Pale Horse. That's, that's another, that's one book. And I, there's another book that I'm forgetting right now, but a lot of people had read these books. There's even the Illuminati card games that basically tell you what's going to happen ahead of time, like giving you the script. Now those are going for hundreds of dollars online right now. And so I remember hearing about the new world order from even Bush. It came out of George Bush's mouth. And so in my mind, I'm like, wow, this is, this is something nefarious. Something is off here. And that always was a seed that was planted in me. And, you know, let's skip ahead a few years. I'm now into college, basically brainwashed by the indoctrination system. I'm more focused on drinking and having fun and hanging out with friends and chicks, hooking up, all that stuff. I was way more focused on that. So I sort of fell out of the truth. Not even sort of, definitely fell out of the truth. I was definitely done. I was gone. I had an alcohol problem. I, I, there was a lot of things, a lot of smoking, all that stuff, drugs, all that stuff. Not obviously not heavy drugs. Anybody who knows me knows that. But you know what I'm saying? There's psychedelics that were used. And I remember coming out of college with just anxiety and tension, especially when you get propelled into the real world and into the rat race you start realizing it's all bs that life was not meant to be like this because they glamorize getting old they glamorize going through the indoctrination system and then getting getting your degree and then graduating and having money they glamorize working so in my head i'm like oh dope okay that's gonna be pretty cool i'm gonna make this much money not even thinking about inflation or cost of living or how cheap they're gonna pay me for my first salary you know all these things and so over the years it just developed in my life where I just did not feel easy. Like there's this tension. I had anxiety. I, I, I was, I had spells of depression. I'm like trying to figure out what's going on with me. And of course I'm practicing escapism. Of course I'm still drinking alcohol, still smoking, you know, still hooking up with chicks, all this, all this just wicked stuff that was destroying me. I'm still eating GMO foods and meats and all of these things, you know, putting chemicals into my body, basically destroying my temple and my mind and my soul, slowly but surely. And I, I had to snap out of it. I had to I had to separate myself from people for a few years and get to know myself. And I had gone through some situations where I was intoxicated and I got myself into trouble. I did some regrettable things. Not where I put anybody in the hospital or did anything disparaging to people. It was more so just putting myself in dumb situations, you know? And that was rock bottom for me. It really was. But during that period in my life, rather than letting myself go, that's when I started seeking truth. I had time, you know? I had ability to... Because I had an injury. So even during that time, I had time where 
I had a lot of alone time and I started looking on YouTube and I remember I came across a video. I don't even know if I was searching for something specific or if it was in the algorithm. I highly doubt it was in the algorithm even back then. And then I come across the Federal Reserve, like a documentary in the Federal Reserve. So I start watching it. And in this documentary, I'm hearing things about, you know, how the Federal Reserve is completely its own entity. It's not even run by the government. How, you know, the Federal Reserve is fed wars and helped with propaganda and has even financed both sides. And then it went further of telling us like the game players, like the Rothschilds family, the JP Morgans, you know, the Rockefellers, the there's I know I'm forgetting so many right now, but I'm just giving you an example of what that documentary is showing. I highly doubt it's even on YouTube anymore. And this was like a long two, three hour documentary. So I started like listening to it. And then it started talking about the Jewish people and how they owned, you know, the the so-called Federal Reserve and all this stuff. And that definitely brought me down the rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? Like once once you start hearing about all that stuff, you go down the rabbit hole. And I never looked back. And throughout that whole search for truth, because I believe this was when I was like 24, 25 ish, around 24, 25, when I really started looking into things. And I always had an inquisitive mind, even back when I was in seventh, eighth grade. Like I just, I, I knew my friend was super passionate. My friend's brother, who was giving us the game and the gems on on 9/11, and I believed him. I truly believed him because I, I, I went with my own common sense and my own discernment. What I saw that day, what I experienced, what I felt that was not right, just felt if it just felt so scripted the whole process of the so-called attack that sprung us into a war and then a prolonged war and then prejudice and racism and then hate it just didn't it just felt like it was so it was it was an organic and so as time passed i began to hear about the new world order over and over and over you know especially during research on the federal reserve and then that got me into who these families were. So I'm researching about the Rothschilds, the JP Morgans, the Rockefellers, and I'm hearing about all the nefarious things that they were up to, especially, you know, Rockefeller in terms of changing how we do medicine and do health, going away from holistic approach to going towards chemicals. And so we know where that led us to. We knew where that witchcraft and pharmacia came from. And you know, when I mention these these families, man, I'm not this is these are these people are faces. You got to understand people such as these families or like Bill Gates or Fauci's. They're just puppets. Same with Donald Trump. Same with Joe Biden. All of these individuals are puppets. The ones running the show are the Nephilim with no, without a shadow of a doubt. The brothers Sorda Dawood, Edgar Mendix, Paul Davis, Surf Only the Creator have exposed all of that. So check out their YouTubes to get more insight on that. But when I was doing my research, I'm starting to hear about these type of families and that sprung me into, you know, Jewish Jewish people and the whole deception behind that. And that got me into, you know, the Israelites. And then that got me even further. I mean, I'm talking about, I'm learning about fluoride. I'm learning about chemtrails. All, you know, I always wondered, even when I was younger, seeing those trails in the sky, what would those were? So when I start, when things I start seeing with my own eyes get confirmed, it led me down a path. And I'm not saying everything that I researched was correct, because you got to understand, you got to be careful when you start trying to get into the so-called truth, because you're going to get a lot of agent provocators. You're going to get a lot of controlled opposition. You're going to get to get a lot of trolls who try to lead you down a path, because a lot of people will get trapped in it. They'll start 
researching and then they'll all they spend their time doing is researching about a celebrities or researching about you know organ harvesting or sex trafficking or researching about you know whatever it may be and then you get so consumed by it that you're not even trying to get to know the most high or be aligned or connected with your creator so by then you should already know that there is a creator that there is good versus evil but many of us make the mistake and i was one of them where we get too deep into the evil behind it versus knowing the most high because i can consume you you are what you consume not just you know food wise but with your mind why do you think so many people are glued to the tv and programmed where literally they're zombie-like or they just regurgitate the same thing that they heard on tv it doesn't even matter whether they heard it on fox or cnn or msnbc or their local news station you notice how people just regurgitate the same thing i mean the pandemic is a perfect example think how many times you've heard the the term safe and effective by your so-called experts and your so-called leaders go check it out I guarantee on YouTube, there's a, there's some kind of compilation video of people exposing them using the term safe and effective and using other terms too. Definitely using other terms, keywords to create an emotional, you know, buzz in you. And so I was, I'm so thankful that I was able to use my common sense and discernment all the way back as young as being in seventh grade. And then again, later on in life after college, wanting to figure out why life was the way it was. And the New World Order was always a topic that popped up and it made sense to me. It was making sense because all of these questions I had were being answered all at once. I was absorbing so much information. So when I started researching the New World Order, without a shadow of a doubt, I knew it was real. Without a shadow of a, do a doubt. And this is where we're at right now, brothers and sisters, it's here. The so-called conspiracy theories theorists have been correct the whole entire time, and the New World Order is here. A word to the wise. One thing to note is when you're searching for truth, don't allow people to talk you out of it. Don't go into it thinking that you need to be 100% right all the time. You're going to be deceived. You're going to be led astray. But that's why you ask the Most High to reveal things to you. The fact is that you're trying that you're doing something that other people aren't. That the vast majority of other people aren't. You know how we know that? There would be no pandemic if people actually just used their eyes and used their brains. There'd be no pandemic. There would be absolutely no pandemic. There'd be no mask. There'd be no lockdowns. There'd be no mark of the beast. You know, I had this conversation with one of my best friends just recently and he's he, he's been an avid supporter of the podcast i've known him my whole life half my life honestly since we were young and he always gives me you know constructive feedback 
and positive feedback because we're always just bouncing ideas off each other. And this is one of my only friends that, you know, thinks for themselves. And he had mentioned, you know, we have opposing views on the whole pandemic and that's fine, but we're both on the same page about the mark of the beast. And we had mentioned, we were just talking and, he's, and he had said, and this is what, something that stood out to me. He had said that he still does his own research and comes to his own conclusions. I'm like, dope, because that's all we should be doing. Even when I had my conversation with my brother a few weeks ago, like I just spoke about in our previous episode of The Mark of the Beast, how my brother inspired and motivated me. Because just hearing him say, just witnessing him sending me links and hearing him state that something is off and something sketchy about this whole pandemic, especially because he, the whole mandates and stuff. I was so thankful. And when we spoke on the phone, I just calmly had had explained, like, I just want you to look into things because now he's a father. He's married. He's, he's a working man. He's a hardworking man. He's got people who depend on him. And so that type of stuff, man, that, that just gets me motivated. You know, and when you're searching for the truth, don't let anybody try to argue or debate with you. Don't even try to convince or convert. Just present the information to people in a way that you can level with them. Don't try to be an expert or a know-it-all or try to shove it down their throats. Just give the information to them in the way that you know, because every single person in your life is different, right? I can't, I can't tell you exactly how you present information to someone in your life because your relationship with them is unique. But I know my family, my friends well enough to present information to them in a way that, you know, I can at least get through to them or have a conversation. At least, you know, as time has progressed, I've gotten much better at it, you know? But what I'm trying to say is, brothers and sisters, when you get on this path, just, just just be confident in yourself. Let the Most High be your teacher. Let the Most High direct and guide you. And don't let anyone deter you or try to distract you or discredit you. Or who cares if they're gossiping or slandering about you? If I had cared about those things as much as I had did, because I, I, like I admitted, when I, heard, when I heard my friends gossiping or slandering me for looking into things, it did create resentment with certain people. I'm not going to lie, but I was young. These were back in like college, in my early 20s, mid 20s. I don't, I didn't know the things that I knew now. I didn't have the maturity mentally, physically, and spiritually that I do now. So yeah, it created resentment. But what I'm trying to say and the gems that I'm trying to pass on to you is don't let anyone deter you. Don't get angry if somebody doesn't accept the information that you're giving to them. They don't want to believe that the pandemic is a hoax or they don't want to believe that the government definitely is nefarious and evil. If they don't want to believe that the new world order has been an agenda and now is being ushered in, then, then let them. You know, my people die for lack of knowledge. We say this over and over because it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. And if people want to be on standby and sit around and hope and believe and wish, you know, wish upon a star, you know, all these little, little just childish ways of life, let them because it is childish. If you're not going to actually use your brain, the brain that the most I gave to you, then then I don't know what to tell you. If you're going to comply with evil, then you're just going to have to face the consequences and repercussions of your laziness 
of your incompetence, of your pride. And that's unfortunate. It's disheartening because this is a lot of this is what's going to happen to a lot of my loved ones, family, friends, people that I care about and love, people that I have lifelong memories with. I mean, why do you think I'm inspired and motivated to do this? Not only does it help heal me, but it helps me get information out to people where I get feedback from friends. We're like, hey, man, you did a really excellent job on this episode or, you know, I really learn a lot from your perspectives, that that type of stuff, man. I could be having a terrible day and that, that will just like re-energize me. And I might I might even be exhausted and not want to write or do any research because this is this is not easy to, you know, be working. And then on top of that, do this. People, people, you got to understand that it's it's not easy. And I'm not complaining about it. I love doing it. It doesn't feel like work. But some days you're flat. Some days you're exhausted. And I say this all to say, stick to your guns. Honestly, don't let anyone throw you off course. Because, oh, they call you conspiracy theorists. Okay. Sounds good. And let's take a deeper dive. Because we're going to do a deep dive on this topic of the New World Order. Hopefully put this whole topic to bed. And I'm going to go through a quick definition. And this is funny because this is from like Wikipedia. I wanted to get like a way to get a definition which was which people could, you know, you know, absorb. But I wanted to take Wikipedia just to show you an example of censorship, an example of gatekeeping. (laughs) All right, let's look at the definition real quick. The New World Order, parentheses NWO, is a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a security, a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. And I just laughed, literally laughed when I found this example. I laughed out loud because I'm like, oh, so they don't even they don't even waste any time on Wikipedia. They just get right to the point. The New World Order is a conspiracy theory just immediately. Not, oh, the New World Order is a hypothesis of a secret emerging totalitarian world government where many people claim to be a conspiracy and other people claim to be real like they don't even give you that respect (laughs) so let me let me continue the common theme in conspiracy theories about a new world order is that a secretive power elite with a globalist agenda is conspiring to eventually rule the world through the authoritarian one world government which will replace sovereign nation states and an all-encompassing propaganda whose ideology hails the establishment of the new world order as the culmination of history's progress many influential historical and contemporary figures have therefore been alleged to be part of a cabal that operates through many front organizations to orchestrate significant political and financial events ranging from causing systematic crisis to pushing through controversial policies at both national and international levels as steps in an ongoing plot to achieve world domination and it's it's quite like eye-opening when you use discernment you can see that they're basically telling you the truth take out the whole reference to conspiracy theory and how can you deny this definition especially where we are today let me just reread a few of those sentences the common theme okay i'm just gonna read it from here a new world order is that a secretive 
power elite with a globalist agenda think about a event 201 take up think about what's the what is it called something 2030 i'm just i'm just one second let me look up the name again agenda 2030 my apologies think about agenda 30 2030 think about what klaus schwab said at the economic forum just recently <laughs> basically you will own nothing and like it so that's a globalist agenda is conspiring to eventually rule the world through an authoritarian authoritarian one world government i mean what do you see going on around the world all of them are in on it some worse than others you can go look and see these countries that have always historically played the role of dictatorships or you know whatever you want to call it communist states whatever and the people are basically locked in they've been locked in this whole time they've been mistreated mismaimed you know hurt all these things and every single country is in on it so how can you sit here and say that there isn't a globalist agenda when they openly tell you klaus schwab tells you I mean, I don't know what to tell people, man. Let's take a deeper look into the history, a brief history of the New World Order. Just so people can be familiar. If you haven't ever heard the term before, it's definitely worth looking into. Because you'll understand why things are the way they are. According to the Rents.com article entitled, NWO Plans to Depopulate the Earth, written by Steve Jones and published on April 13th, 2005. If I were reincarnated, I would wish to be returned to Earth as a killer virus to lower human population levels. In quote from Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. World population is, by all intents and purposes, completely out of control. Plans are underway now, implemented by the New World Elite, to depopulate the planet's 6 to 7 billion people to a manageable level of between 500 million and 2 billion. I mean, look at the Georgia Guidestones. Even if that is them mocking you in plain sight, they go look at it. They go look up the Georgia Guidestones. They're telling you exactly what they want to do. doesn't matter. Whether they follow it 100%, the information's out there. The article goes on to state, there are many means and methods of depopulation that are being employed today. The three primary of which include unsustainable, exploitative international development, which leads to massive hunger, starvation, and famine worldwide. At least 40 million deaths annually. The fulmination of war, hatred, and military procurements throughout the nations leading to millions of deaths worldwide and finally the creation and spread of infectious diseases leading to global pandemic plague and pestilence on an unprecedented scale and you got to ask yourself if this article came out that long ago it's pretty accurate especially the disease part the author goes on to state other methods used include the buildup and use of nuclear chemical and biological agents 
weapons and warfare, the poisoning and contamination of the planet's food and water supplies, the introduction and use of deadly pharmaceutical drugs in society, weather modification, and the triggering of earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, and tsunamis through electromagnetic psychotronic weapons both on Earth and in space the prom promotion of homosexuality to limit population growth and spread the deadly AIDS virus, forced sterilization in countries such as China, forced vaccination, vaccinations, abortions, euthanasia, etc. Death and the management of who lives and who dies has become the central organizing principle of the 21st century. The previous century has been, by far, the bloodly, bloodliest in human history. Hunger, famine, and disease took billions of innocent lives. World Wars one and two, along with the despotic regimes of Mao, Pol Pot, Stalin, Hitler, Reagan, Bush, and others took hundreds of millions. The 21st century is shaping up to accelerate this dismal trend where hunger, famine, and disease are reaping record levels of death contemporary wars continue to rage and proliferate in the nation of iraq the killing fields have taken the lives of more than two million men women and children mostly children this past decade from foreign and economic intervention vastly unreported is the genocide occurring in the congo where more than four million people have been slaughtered mutilated and massacred recently with only scant world attention given. Add to this the unrestrained and very profitable buildup of weapons of mass destruction, nuclear, chemical, and biological in the world, particularly in the volatile Middle East region, with the expressed desire and willingness to actually use them, and you have an apocalypse of World War III becoming a virtual inevitability. Then look at where we are today. Look at the talks of war that Biden immediately is getting you into. Just immediately. Just look into it. The death toll of this war is sure to surpass all previous in scale and in magnitude. So has been planned. And I agree. The World War III is already here. You know what that is? It's your pandemic. The World War III is a war on the people. Straight up. That is what's going to get them into the New World Order agenda. You they, they you always think it's your your typical war, right? Where you got to have an enemy, even though it's a made up enemy, an invisible enemy that you've never seen, such as the war on terror. Now they can give you a war on germs while giving you the mark of the beast, while setting you up for their totalitarian system. You already see it with the mandates. What have we been saying for months? People call us conspiracy theorists for speaking on this and telling you the truth because we knew about the New World Order. We knew it was coming. But yeah. Everything we said, you know, was a lie, and we're watching it happen right in front of our eyes. I'm gonna fin I'm gonna finish here with the international campaign to eliminate the useless eaters, according to the Club of Rome, on behalf of the planet's privileged ruling elite, is surely to take a more voracious toll as global population levels continue to rise. To rise. To implement their final solution to depopulate four to five billion people from the earth, the world's elite will undoubtedly harness the newly emerging biotech and nanotechnology industries to create a super bioweapon virus, creating a global kill, kill off pandemic through which only they will have the cure.
wow i mean this was just an opinion piece way ahead of its time way ahead of its time i guarantee it's like on the last pages of a search engine no way is that article coming out and you got to ask yourself why is all that so accurate now you can start to paint a picture as to what we've been warning you about if you pay attention if you take your pride away if you face the truth according to the federalobserver.com article entitled the six stages of the new world order to start the civil war in the united states written by jc wales and published on march 28 2016. Beginning this year, a conspiracy lung at work behind the scenes of our government will make its first avort move. These conspirators plan to create a dictatorship in the United States, suspend our constitution and attempt to confiscate all guns and firearms in American homes. The recent executive acts of Obama are signs of this being implemented. Stage one will be to create civil unrest in major U.S. cities such as New York, Chicago, Detroit, etc. This will be preceded by a month of subliminal programming via TV and other media to con condition the people for civil war in the United States. Press releases released by Time Warner, a Rockefeller Corporation, and five other corporate-owned media moguls will further inflame the citizens of the United States and further the cause of civil unrest. Stage 2 should be ready to take effect this summer. Special agents of the conspiracy masquerading as police may open fire on American people standing to defend the, con their con the Constitution and their constitutional rights. Think about the Capitol riots, brothers and sisters. Think about all these fake protests. Other agents will set off incendiary bombs as they did recently in the Occupy movement, which essentially was a test case that surpassed the expectations of the conspirators. These special agents masquerading as police ma massacre these blacks and minorities and fire at the real policemen. This brings in more police and the riots escalate. Inner city gangs, already fully armed, join in the fray. The real police, vastly outnumbered, cannot handle the rioting. The National Guard is called in and fired upon by other special agents masquerading as gang members, who also enlist other gang members to fight the police and National Guardsmen. Stage three, these riots continue with with many americans slaughtered in major cities the globalist plans that are in effect will usher in the u.n peacekeeping force also a growing number of reports of united nations military equipment being seen passing through u.s communities on trains trucks etc have been surfacing in recent years there are many reports of national guardsmen working with the u.n troops undergoing specialized house-to-house -house search and seizure training in urban urban warfare tactics I was also told that two men who managed to sneak into a federal military plane graveyard outside of Phoenix, Arizona, had come across, had came across several freight train boxcars in which they discovered what they estimated to be from, from two to three million brand new shackles that were apparently being stored there, just waiting to be used. President George Bush, in a speech to Congress on September 11th, 9th, on 9-11-1990 said this the war 
in Iraq is, and this is senior for anybody who's confused because both Bush senior and the, and the stupid Beavis and Butthead like son had all apparently been presidents. So let me continue. President George Bush in a speech to Congress on September 11th, 1990 said this, the war in Iraq is a rare opportunity to move toward an historic period of cooperation. Out of these troubled times, a new world order can emerge. In his September 21st, 1992 speech to the United Nations, President George Bush announced that foreign troops would occupy America and train for a new world order army, he stated. Stage four. If the riots take over, scenario failed to materialize into a national emergency and a new world order takeover at that time the new world order advocates will create yet another crisis to further their agenda for some reason they are desperate to bring about the new world order takeover of the united states of america that is definitely their goal if all elite of all else fails they may attempt an all-out united nations invasion of the u.s using whatever possible means they can to justify such a u.n operation during Later this year, the chaos continues and more UN troops pour into the United States, mostly mercenaries who have fought in Syria, Libya, Africa, Na African nations, and other hotspots previously. Stage 5. Then a well-planned crash of the stock market will occur, a dramatic drop to at least 1500 on the, D the DJ industrial average, along with the crash of the US dollar. This event is planned to further weaken panic and confuse the population, followed by a failure in the U.S. food chain delivery system. Food shortages will follow. Stage 6. The Constitution of the United States is suspended and the people are now living under martial law in a totally fascist state. We have no way of knowing that these things will happen. We hope and pray they do not. But if any of the above should occur, you can rest assured the balance of this evil scenario will follow. Their two main immediate goals are to disarm American citizens and suspend our Constitution. And remember, this was written by Josie Wales and published on March 28, 2016. So it's pretty interesting how this author put everything together into stages. And let's quickly go through the stages real quick, do a recap. And let's see where we're at right now. Stage one create civil unrest in major cities such as New York, Chicago, Detroit. This will be preceded by a month of subliminal programming via TV and other media to condition the people for civil war in the United States. So what are they doing right now in New York with the vaccine mandates? What are they doing in Alabama with that big drag Alabama governor or mayor or whatever the thing is saying we need to start blaming the vaccinated? What's going on, people? Look at all the civil unrest that's going on. Look at all of, all of the people going against each other, the common folks. Stage two. Think about the people who masqueraded police. These are your agent provocators, your crisis actors, the ones that went to the George Floyd protests and riots last year where people said that things seemed really fishy with certain people, where the looting came into play when the violence, and I'm not saying not normal people weren't a part of the violence and the looting. What I'm saying is that it's proven that people were bussed in and paid to be a part of these riots. So you don't think that there's, there's police there's agents going around causing discord. Look at what that did. 
Look at that whole George Floyd thing and look back at how big that was. It was worldwide. And it says stage three, these riots continue with many Americans slaughtered in major cities. And look at all of the riots going around the whole entire world right now. The so-called riots in Europe. About the, the passports. And then think about last year. I remember sitting on my deck and watching tanks drive through my neighborhood after the George Floyd. Because, you know, they gave you the chaos and then now they're giving you the order. So they give you the they give you the whole false flag. You fall for it. You get all emotional. You don't look into it for yourself. You get programmed by the TV. Then you get angry. And then that allows them to do whatever they want from there because you gave them the clearance. And then stage four, if the riots take over scenario failed to materialize into a national emergency in a new world order, the new world order advocates will create yet another crisis to further the agenda. And what did I say? They're already pitting all of the vaccinated versus the unvaxxed, right? I already told you what my prediction is. There's going to be some kind of false flag narrative where an unvaxxed person, you know, went to a protest or went to go harm, you know, people who took the vaccine or a hospital or whatever it may be, whatever way they try to spin it. That's my prediction. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that's a prediction because I'm thinking about what would kick this off, what would help push this division and create even more riots between the mandates that they're given and the people who support tyranny and evil and wickedness because they themselves are evil and wicked or between them giving you some kind of false flag agenda where you know they do give you the mandates and the lockdowns and people actually do buck back but then they can create a false flag in the middle of that they can literally make you look like you're crazy and say that you're a terrorist because you want to leave your own home during a lockdown they can do whatever they want, honestly, at this point. You've been complying up to this point. So I'm just giving you predictions, but I'm just telling you, you got to start thinking like that. You got to start using your brain and envision these scenarios so you don't get caught sleeping. And then stage five, then a well-planned crash of the stock market will occur. I mean, how many times have you seen that the stock market's been like a yo-yo? Look at what they did to Bitcoin, cut it in half at one point. They let it rise, 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 rise. People thinking they're going to get rich <laughs> while they're locked down. Nowhere to travel, nowhere to go, nothing really to enjoy. People are thirsty about money when they're about to get ushered into the new world order. It's just kind of, it's kind of ironic. So they're already showing you, they're already printing, printing, printing money, giving you checks. You know what I mean? You know, pandemic checks, economic hardship checks, all these things, just printing and printing and printing and printing. And then it says, followed by a failure in the U.S. food chain delivery system. What have truck drivers said for, for over a year? A lot of them are told not to pick up stuff. A lot of them don't have as much stuff to pick up. A lot of their routes, their hours are cut. This is stuff that people have been talking about, actual people with CDLs. Well, now it talked about the food shortages. We've been talking about the food shortages. We've been telling you to stock up. And this is not because food's actually gone. This is because they don't want you to have access to food. They, they feed you. You think the, the people that feed you can't take away your food? Why do you think we emphasize gardening and foraging? I wish I would have known about gardening years ago. But having my hands in it right now, it's completely changed my life. And it's given me a power back that I never knew that I had the capability of having. Giving me control in my life that they had. Think about that. When they take your food, what are you going to do? And then stage six, the Constitution of the United States is suspended and the people are now living under martial law in a totally fascist state. 
And that's interesting because people have already predicted that, but they got to do it patiently. They got to do it in a way where, you know, they give you a false flag of the unvaccinated attacking some, you know, innocent people who want to follow the rules and the people who are we're all in this together mantra, you know, whatever it may be. Or they may even give you World War III, like they've already been hinting at and talking about where we're invaded or we're attacked. They can give you any type of way. Whatever they feel like is going to work the best, they're going to kick it off. These are things that you need to start looking into because we are in the new world order. And I find it interesting where the, the author says, but if any of the above should occur, you can rest assured the balance of this evil scenario will follow. Now that we've done a brief introduction into the New World Order, along with the six stages of the New World Order, let's continue to do a deep dive on a current topic. I had mentioned Agenda 2030, but there's also Agenda 21. Both of them I highly recommend looking into. According to the SteveRodder.com article entitled, Agenda 21 in the New World Order, published on December 25th, 2020. Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 is the New World Order. Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 is a plan to depopulate 95% of the world population by 2030. And it's happening right now. Another name for Agenda 21 is Sustainable Development. Most people have never heard of this. Start researching Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. This post goes into detail on Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, the New World Order. COVID-19 is being used as a political cover for the greatest financial collapse in the history of the world. The lockdown of the population is done to keep people inside and away from each other. If people are away from each other, they can't work together now, can they? Luckily, many people are waking up to the lies of the government, to the lies of governments around the world. Governments around the world have been planning a new world order, one government, where depopulation is to take place with people living under lockdown conditions. What is government attempting to accomplish? And it, the article gives you some bullet points, so let's go through them real quick. Complete control of individuals. Control via brainwashing and fear. Total destruction of private enterprise. Abolishment of constitutional protections. Racial discord. They love using racism to turn people on each other. Outlaw guns. Sandy Hook story was used for this. Demolish religion. They don't believe in God, only Satan. Sweep the president from office. Depopulate the world, Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. And when you actually just break that down, can you say that this is not accurate? I mean, complete control of individuals. Look at the people who are just glued to their TV, who are in this COVID cult, who don't 
or don't even have the ability to think for themselves. They're just very emotional. And then think about the total destruction of private enterprise. Think about what happened to a lot of small businesses just last year. Think about all the restaurants, all of the mom and pop, the brook and mortars. I mean, you know, you can you can you can even go shopping and see a lot of shelves emptier. Abolishment of constitutional protections. You're seeing that right now with these Mark of the Beast COVID-19 vaccine mandates going on in various states, and it's going to be in a state near you very soon. And think about racial discord. I mean, I guess Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate took some time off, huh? So I guess racism is out of the office right now. But it'll probably return soon, huh? Think about the outlawing guns and all the laws that have just been passed. Just things to think about. And it continues on with Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. There is a one world government planned, and that is fact. Research it. Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 are not conspiracy theories. The media who called it a conspiracy theory just 10 years ago now acknowledge it. Although you don't see any media outlet outlet making a big deal out of it. They don't want you to know what they're planning. They're too busy telling us how dangerous COVID is. Who is overseeing the New World Order? The media hasn't disclosed that information. Our government hasn't revealed that information. If the United Nations spent decades planning Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 for a New World Order, someone knows who the planners are, but we, the people, don't. Information has been hidden from people for years. We are only told what they want us to know via television, movies, radios, etc., all scripted. These people are sick, twisted, and demonic. Taken from a 1981 book by Bilderberger, Jacques Attali, is an example of their mindset. This is what Jacques Attali wrote in 1981, who was then an advisor to Fran- Francosis Mitterrand. The future will be about finding a way to reduce the population. We start with the old, because as soon as they exceed 60 to 65 years, people live longer than they produce, and that costs society dearly. Then the weak, then the useless, that do not help society because there will always be more of them, and above all, ultimately the stupid. Euthanasia targeting these groups. Euthanasia will have to be an essential tool in our future societies, in all cases. Of course, we will not be able to execute people or build camps. We get rid of them by making them believe that this is for their own good. Overpopulation and mostly useless is something that is too costly economically. Socially, too, it is much better when the human machine comes to an abrupt standstill than when it gradually deteriorates. Neither will we be able to test millions upon millions of people for their intelligence. You bet that we will find or cause something, a pandemic targeting certain people, a real economic crisis or not, a virus affecting the old or the fat. It doesn't matter. The weak will succumb to it. The fearful and stupid will believe in it and seek treatment. We will have made sure that treatment is in place, treatment that will be their solution. The solution of idiots then takes care of itself. You go to the slaughter by yourself. The Future of Life, Jacques Attali in 1981. 
so i mean if you really if you break this down i mean like i said they've been t telling you this for decades how is how is somebody in a book in 1981 out in quote able to tell you that there's going to be a virus and that people will fall for it i mean how much evidence do we need to continue to give you i mean these people are telling you in plain sight but yet the average lazy individual is going to say it's a conspiracy theories all this that and the third it, you know it's it's fine i don't even take any of that personally because at the end of the day they're going to have to be the ones to pick up the pieces once things hit the fan Somebody doesn't want to listen or look into something, just let them do what they want to do. What are you going to take it personally for? What are you going to, I mean, people, there's going to be millions of people who are going to be caught holding the bag. We're going to be shocked. When they had all this time to plan, they're going to be shocked. And let me scroll down because this is a long article. I'm just going to go through another point. Their depopulation plan, death by vaccines, Bill Gates wants to kill us all. One way the elite tries to kill us is through vaccines. There are no scientific studies showing vaccines are safe for humans. The few studies on vaccine safety that exist only compare vaccines against each other and not a placebo. Vaccines are often untested and not safe for humans. Bill Gates has a patent on the COVID vaccine patent number 060606. Coincidence? Who gets a patent on a vaccine, by the way? Bill Gates is one of the biggest proponents of vaccines. He is also a huge believer in eugenics. Bill Gates' father, William H. Gates Sr., has long been part of Planned Parenthood and also wanted depopulation of the world. Vaccines are often untested and not safe for humans. Bill Gates purchased 500,000 shares of Monsanto stock in 2010 for $23 million. It's clear his charity is up to more than eradicating diseases and feeding the poor. Monsanto, by the way, is a very evil company. Do some research on Monsanto. What Bill Gates wants to do is control the world's food supply and reduce the population size. Bill Gates has a direct interest in seeing Monsanto succeed. For them to kill people, they have to do it in silence. They have to make people believe vaccines are safe. Otherwise, the population reduction effort would be met with rebellion. Fear is used to trick people into doing what they want them to do. Enter the COVID hoax. Two ways vaccines can reduce the population. Vaccines cause severe diseases in the distant future. By administering tainted vaccines, they can cut lives short. They can use vaccines to sterilize people to affect birth rates. COVID vaccines are experimental. More people die from COVID vaccine than reported. COVID vaccines are very dangerous. Read this post. And, and you know, brothers and sisters, we've already broken down that vaccine. We've, I mean, think about the series, Vile Vaccines, episode one through three. We've already broken all of this down. There should be no more questions about whether you should take a vaccine. I haven't taken a vaccine since I was 18. I remember taking a flu vaccine in college and getting terribly sick. And I'm just asking myself, I'm like, why did I do that? And then for them to tell you that, oh, yeah, we put a little bit of the virus in the vaccine to create antibodies. And it, come on, people. Come on. That's dumb. So they're telling you that they put poison in something. Telling, they're telling you that they're putting that poison in something and then you get sick. And people will be like, oh, that's, that's a good sign you got sick. 
It means it's working. Of course it's working, you idiot. What do you mean it's a good sign that your body is having a chemical reaction? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The article goes on to state, didn't vaccines eliminate polio? Proponents of vaccines will say that vaccines eliminated polio and other dreadful diseases. It wasn't vaccines that eradicated polio. It was our better sanitation. Polio was on the decline at the time when people get, got injections, especially in countries that did not introduce the polio vaccine. Polio thrives in fecal matter and transmits through human waste. In areas where sanitation and hygiene are not an issue, polio is rare. The theory behind vaccines is that if you inject the virus into the body, your body will attack it. After it attacks the virus, the body can then create immunity against it. Most of the population has a healthy immune system. Healthy people are more than capable of dealing with viruses without getting sick. If they have a weaker immune system, the flu virus can access the body and cause an infection just as with any other illness. Regular vaccination is one of the major causes of depleted immunity. Putting mercury or formaldehyde into food products is illegal, but it's legal to inject the same toxins into the blood of millions of people year after year, according to Big Pharma. And who controls Big Pharma? You know the answer. The notion that injecting poisons into your bloodstream to save your life is foolish. If we want to create immunity, then why do we need to expose our bodies to mercury and, in and injected viruses? Vaccines are a way for the system to make us sick and kill us. When we take care of our bodies, we can fight disease, diseases without a problem. And the article goes on to say, I'm going to finish here. The dark history of Monsanto and GMOs. Another way banks and those who run them want to kill us is to force us to eat genetically modified food. Monsanto is the world leader in producing GMO foods. Many people call them the most evil company in the world. John Francis Queenie and his wife created Monsanto in 1901. He named the company after his wife, Olga Mendez Monsanto. Monsanto's first product was Saccharin, an artificial sweetener sold to Coca-Cola. The government knew Sakarin was poisonous and tried to stop them. But Monsanto won in court and continued to poison the world. Sakarin is poison. And I mean, honestly, do you really believe that the government tried to stop Monsanto? These big companies are owned by the government, brothers and sisters. There's, come on. They're always going to try to tell you that they ran and, and tried to, to help you. <laughs> okay. In the 1920s, Monsanto expanded into industrial chemicals and drugs. They were the first maker of aspirin. And what did I say about Rockefeller? Go look it up. Go research what the Rockefeller family did when in the early 1900s, when we were using holistic approaches, when we were using the herbs that the Most High gave to us. You can heal yourself from plants. Go look at the rainforest. Look at all the healing properties out there. But yet instead, Rockefeller gutted that whole approach to holistic medicine actually made it illegal to the point where the Rockefeller family wouldn't even give grants to universities that practiced a holistic approach. It needed to be a pharmaceutical, chemical-induced approach. Go look it up. Monsanto is a world leader in producing GMO foods. As a government contractor, Monsanto manufactured Agent, Agent Orange. Agent Orange was created was a toxic herbicide employed by the U.S. military during the Vietnam War. They used it to clear jungles and starve North Vietnamese soldiers. Later on, 
Monsanto started to focus on agriculture. In 1974, the company introduced their bestseller herbicide Roundup. Monsanto scientists were also the first ones to modify plant cells genetically. Their GMO crops were tolerant to their toxic herbicide Roundup. Roundup is so toxic that it wipes out non-GMO crops, insects, animals, and the environment. Monsanto is poisoning you. Monsanto plans to take over the whole agriculture business. They have already bought up many seed companies and converted them to GMOs. Because GMOs can self-pollinate, they do not need the help of bees. Instead, they kill insects like bees. In this way, they have reduced the world's bee population and harmed the competition. Killing bees is very bad for the environment. And what do we say? They're already mocking you. They're already telling you there's a shortage of bees. They've been telling you that for years, but then they don't tell you about why that is. We rely on bees for pollination, and without them, it is close to impossible for nature to thrive. See where this is going? Monsanto wants to steal land from all farmers. They want to take over the entire agriculture business. And before I continue, because this article is going deep on things, I have to mention the fact that all of this farmland is being bought up by Bill Gates right now. Why is he buying up farmland right now? Why did he invest in Monsanto, 23 million in 2010? Why is he pushing vaccines, people? I mean, this is this is what I don't understand with individuals, man. You have the whole entire internet at your fingertips. You have a cell phone. You basically have a computer at your fingertips. You could literally be in bed looking things up and helping to save your own life. But instead, people want to argue and debate us, call us crazy, call us conspiracy theorists, and then everything that we predict comes true and people still look at you and still don't want to act we die for lack of knowledge just like the most high taught the article i'm going to finish here with the article how monsanto tries to steal the farmer's land and kill us according to monsanto they want to help impoverished nations by giving them gmos which is a lie monsanto's plan is to steal land and depopulate the planet of people Monsanto has ties with the U.S. government and can, therefore, get protection from them. GMOs cause allergies and a host of other problems. They also contain fewer nutrients than ordinary plants. GMOs are toxic and makes us sick. When farmers feed their animals GMOs, we ingest those GMOs via the tainted meat. By eating GMOs, we also expose ourselves to their toxic herbicides. The FDA doesn't distinguish between GMOs and natural crops. Therefore, they are not regulating GMOs in America. There are still no labelings of GMOs. Try to avoid GMOs as best as you can. The things you want to look out for are GMO soy, corn, wheat, and canola oil. Aspartame found in 6,000 foods. I'm just going to finish. I want to go through this, actually, before I finish. Aspartame is the ingredient found in NutraSweet and many popular diet sodas. Aspartame is a deadly neurotoxin. Many people believe that they do, they do their bodies a favor by using aspartame instead of sugar. Aspartame is not better than sugar. It is poison. You can find aspartame in more than 6,000 products worldwide. Donald Rumsfeld got aspartame approved by the FDA. He was the CEO of Cyril, the manufacturer of this poison. When he got elected into office, he used his political powers to influence the FDA. 
Aspartame increases the risk of brain tumors. It has many different side effects, including multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's disease, arthritis, ADD, psychological disorders, lupus, birth defects, Lyme disease, Parkinson's disease, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, panic disorders, brain tumors, diabetes, lymphoma, and hyperthyroidism. Aspartame breaks down into phenylalanine, aspartic acid, and menthol. Methanol converts to formaldehyde and dicopiperazine. They're all known carcinogens. And of course, as always, I'm going to link these articles in the description box. But this is just what people just should be looking into, honestly. And to say that that's not a big deal, that you're going to persuade your friend or try to argue with a loved one to go take a vaccine backed by these type of people, you're out of your mind, man. You absolutely are out of your mind. And this is the point that we're at. This is the point that the world is at. And people, you really think we're going to get back to normal at this rate? You really think that there's the new world order is a conspiracy, huh? Okay, let me let me continue to go a little bit deeper. According to the State of the Nation co article entitled "Ultimate Proof: COVID-19 Was Planned to Usher in the New World Order," published on October 1st, 2020. Number one, medical doctors declare that the pandemic was planned. A group of over 500 medical doctors in Germany called Doctors for Information made a shocking statement during a national press conference. The corona panic is a play. It's a scam, a swindle. It's high time we understood that we're in the middle, midst of a global crime. This large group of medical experts publishes a medical newspaper on 500,000 copies every week to inform the public about the massive misinformation in the mainstream media. What if we mention in the episode of propaganda and the episodes of censorship and gatekeeping, what is the Smith Month Modernization Act that allows your government to legally use propaganda on you? They can sit up in front of you and lie to your face and there's not going to be any repercussions. But of course, the average person's not going to know that that's actually a law that was signed and it's been around for over a hundred years. How do you think, how do you think we've gone into so many wars? How do you think they've passed so many things right in front of you? It's propaganda. When you turn on that TV, why do you think they call it a program? You're being programmed to think a certain way. That's why when you talk to these COVID cultists, people who are part of this COVID cult, because it's one thing like there's there's certain types of people who will just comply because they have to they have to get through do their job they just want it to be over i get that but then there's other people who feed into it and get angry at you and get pushy and insult you and virtue signal those are the type of people man they're dangerous at the end of the day because they absolutely are brainwashed they you can't even you can't even have a civil conversation with them without them getting angry without them talking over you without them insulting you you know, it, it's crazy. And that's why I maneuver different. I'm not, I don't, I don't even entertain the conversation with certain people. I don't even bring up certain things to people on purpose because I know how they are. 
so you should know about the mainstream media and the lies. The article goes on to state, they also organized mass protests in Europe, like the one on August 29, 2020, where 12 million people signed up and several millions actually showed up. Why do these 500 plus medical doctors say the pandemic is a global crime? What do they know that we don't? Number two, hundreds of Spanish medical doctors say the pandemic is planned. In Spain, a group of 600 medical doctors called Doctors for Truth made a similar statement during a press conference. COVID-19 is a false pandemic created for political purposes. This is a world dictatorship with a sanitary excuse. We urge doctors, the media, and political authorities to stop this criminal operation by spreading the truth. And you know what's really interesting that sticks out to me? COVID-19 is a false pandemic created for political purposes. They just got to throw that in there because that's how that's how ignorant people are. They've literally made a so-called pandemic that you can't even see with your own eyes into a political frenzy. Think about last fall. It was all political. It was all about, you know, the new the new um, presidential election, right? And remember how COVID-19 kind of disappeared during the whole George Floyd and the protests, kind of just not was talked about by the media. Then all of a sudden, right before November, right before the so-called election and all the drama that they gave everybody with the election leading up to the staged Capitol riots, all of a sudden COVID-19 became the the, the serious talk. You got Donald Trump claiming that he was responsible for the vaccines. And then you have Biden and Kamala LaHara saying, oh, I would never take a vaccine from Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden, Biden's in office and now he's giving you the vaccine and people don't even see what happened there. It's all political. Now, even think about it now when they call you an anti-vaxxer. Like, it's such a dumb name anyway. <laughs> like Somebody called me anti-vaxxer. I'd laugh in their face. I'd be like, yeah, I'm anti-idiotic. I'm not stupid like you are. I don't put chemi- unknown chemicals into my body. Like I, I, I mean, think about the division they're creating with people right now, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And they're, they're trying to tell you because they know most people are dumb. They're going to say, oh, because you don't want to get a vaccine. You're a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember my dad said that to me when, when we went grocery shopping and him and my brother were trying to convince me to wear a mask to go inside. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I'll sit in the car. I'm not wearing a mask. Are you serious? <laughs> my dad's like, don't be like Trump. And I literally was like, dad, are you serious? I didn't even vote. What are you talking about? That's the brainwashing that they've gotten into people's heads. Where if you don't, if you don't vaccinate, you're all of a sudden a Trump supporter, even though Trump signed Operation Warp Speed and was boasting about being the so-called quote unquote father of vaccines. Like, does that even make sense? That doesn't even make sense. The article continues with, Germany and Spain are just two examples. Similar large groups of hundreds of medical experts exist in countries across the world. In the USA, a documentary called Plandemic, which exposes COVID-19 as a criminal operation, is supported by over 27,000 medical doctors. Why are these thousands of medical professionals worldwide saying the pandemic is a crime? What information do they have access to that we are not getting from the mainstream media? I invite you to look at the following facts with an open mind and then come to your own conclusions. Number three, in 2015, a testing method for was patented for COVID-19. In 2015, a system 
and method for testing for COVID-19 was patented by Richard Rothschild. And what did I say earlier? The Rothschild family with a Dutch government organization. Did you catch that? In 2015, four years before the disease even existed, a testing method for COVID-19 was developed. Take a deep breath and let that sink in for a while. Number four, millions of COVID-19 test kits sold in 2018 and 2017 and 2018. As we know, the new COVID-19 disease appeared in China towards the end of 2019. Therefore, it was named COVID-19, which is an acronym for Corona Virus Disease 2019. Data from the World Integrated Trade Solution, however, shows something astonishing. In 2017 and 2019, two years before COVID-19, hundreds of millions of test kits for COVID-19 were distributed worldwide. Quick, hide it. This baffling data was discovered by someone on September 5th, 2020, who posted it on social media. The next day, it went viral all over the world. On September 6th, the the WITS suddenly changed the original designation COVID-19 into the vague medical test kits. This is not allowed in trade because you always have to be specific. There are many types of test kits for different diseases. The fact that they removed the specification COVID-19 after this data became known worldwide proves that they don't want anyone to know about it. They, however, forgot to delete one detail. The product code for these medical test kits is 300215, which means COVID-19 test kits. This cover-up came too late. Their critical information was uncovered and is being revealed by millions worldwide. You can download a PDF that shows the original data of this website. Two years before the outbreak of COVID-19, the USA, the EU, China, and the nations around the world started exporting millions of diagnostic test instruments for COVID-19, a disease that supposedly didn't even exist back then. Number six, the COVID-19 project is planned until 2025. The World Bank shows that COVID-19 is a project that is planned to continue until end of March 2025. So the intention is to continue it for another five years. And what did I tell you? I told people all last year, right when it kicked off in the spring, I'm like, you think this is going to be over? I'm like, you really think this is going to be done? And where are we are now? They're telling you what? They got the Delta, the Delta Plus some other variants i mean why do you think my episode of plandemic folly part five was taken down by anchor that it was censored it's because i'm telling you the truth i'm telling you what's going to happen if they're telling you that it's planned to 2025 just know that this is never going away you're going to continue to be locked down you're going to continue to be muzzled until your rights are stripped and that's the truth because that is an example of the new world order that we are in today The article goes on to state, number seven, Anthony Fauci guaranteed a pandemic within the next two years. In 2017, Anthony Fauci made a very strange prediction with an even stranger certainty. With complete confidence, 
Fauci announced that during the first term of President Trump, a surprise outbreak of an infectious disease would surely happen. Here's what he said. There is no question there's going to be a challenge for the upcoming for the coming administration in the area arena of infectious diseases. There will be a surprise outbreak. There's no doubt in anyone's mind about this. <laughs> I mean, come on people. What do you think this is this dude's a prophet? You think this dude is good? You you see him on TV and you trust him? His little beady eyes? You trust him. And somehow him and Bill Gates can just predict a pandemic. A Microsoft geek, a little dweeb, a nerd, can just pop up into vaccines and diseases and infectious diseases, and he can just predict stuff, huh? The author goes on to state, how could Fauci guarantee a surprise outbreak to happen during the first term of the Trump administration? What what did he know that we don't? Number eight. Bill and Melinda Gates guaranteed an imminent global pandemic. In 2018, Bill Gates publicly announced that a a global pandemic was on its way that could wipe out 30 million people. He said this would probably happen during the next decade. Melinda Gates added that an, an engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat and also assured this would hit humanity in the coming years. A global pandemic is on its way. An engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat. This will happen in the next decade. In quote, Bill Gates in 2018. Let their choice of words resound into your mind for a moment. They claim that the dense population of the world guarantees this imminent global pandemic. I mean, come on, people. This is this is where it's really this is where this is an IQ test. Let, let, think about this. People that you don't know are telling you that the world is too big. There's too many people. When they take the majority of you and they squeeze you up like pigs and place us into apartments. When they create suburbs that surround the cities. And then you might have little towns. But when you go and drive out, I I go to a lot of state parks. A lot of state parks. When I go and drive out in these small towns, you know how much land I see? just here in Minnesota you know how many cities I've been to in the last year and a half how many miles I've driven so that's the type of stuff man people just run with that you're like oh well they said there's too many people wow they're playing the most high so so all of a sudden they're the most high all of a sudden they're telling you what the cap is on the amount of people on this earth (laughs) oh my gosh you see this is what I just this is when you know that some people just don't have the spirit that don't have any they don't have a soul in a sense they don't care about other people they really don't when they can see somebody playing god right in front of them telling them that the world needs to have less people like what they're doing over in china having a cap on how many children you can have when the most high instructed us to be fruitful and multiply so i mean who are you going to trust the author continues with but let's be honest most of the earth is uninhabited. Just fly over America in an airplane and look out the window. You see empty space most of the time with a few cities here and there. Most of the United States is still wide open and empty. Exactly. And they're the ones who can tell you where you can and cannot fly to. They're going to they're gonna lie to you about space and say they took a day trip to space. Jeff Bezos 
and random fans or Richard Branson went to space, which we know is not even real. They went to space. But then people are going to claim that the world is filled up when they haven't even been everywhere. When they tell you that planes can't even fly over what in the South Pole or North Pole because it's too cold. But then they somehow can go to the outer space and have satellites orbiting. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. The author continues with the same goes for the rest of the world. Australia, Russia, India, China, America, Africa. It's wilderness for the most part. Our planet isn't nearly as populated as Bill Gates wants us to believe. This world map shows it clearly. Most of the earth is totally void of any human presence. So the idea that the world is vastly overpopulated and is therefore bound to give rise to an imminent global pandemic is a lie. The Gates also claim that air travel was sure to create a global pandemic, but countless people have been traveling in airplanes the past century. Did that give rise to constant outbreaks of global pandemics? Of course not. Their arguments why they guarantee a global pandemic in the next few years are lies. So what are their real basis to make such guaranteed predictions? Number nine, practicing for a pandemic. A few months before the outbreak, Bill Gates, the, Bill Gates, the world's number one vaccine dealer, organized an event in New York City. Guess what the event was all about? It was a coronavirus pandemic exercise. Yes, you are right. You read that right. Bill Gates organized a coronavirus pandemic exercise right before it happened. On the large display in the auditorium, you see the text printed, we need to prepare for the event that becomes a pandemic. This pandemic exercise was called Event 201 and took place in October 2019, literally right before the outbreak. Their conclusion was that all humanity, humanity must be vaccinated. The purpose of Event 201 was to prepare the world for a coronavirus pandemic, which happened right after the event. Number 10, excitement about selling vaccines in the next year. Shortly after this exercise for a coronavirus pandemic, Bill Gates tweeted, I'm particularly excited about what the next year could mean for one of the best buys in global health, vaccines. Bill Gates, December 19, 2019. Of course he's excited. Think about this. The world's number one vaccine dealer guarantees a global pandemic to occur in the next few years, and his wife said we should all fear an engineered virus that is on its way. Then they organize an exercise for an imminent global pandemic and say vaccines will be the only solution. Next, Bill Gates tweets how excited he is about selling vaccines in the next year. Immediately after that, the announced pandemic breaks out. Indeed, right away, Bill Gates proclaims that the only solution for humanity is to buy his vaccines. I mean, see, this is where we got to start using our brains and start coming together and sharing information because it's out there for those that actually search high and low for it. When you begin to unravel the deception, you can begin to think for yourself. And when you begin to think for yourself, you can prepare it for yourself. And people get nervous about that. They're like, oh, well, the truth is scary. I mean, you know what's scary is not being prepared and seeing something happen. When you actually face the truth, when you're aligned and connected with the Most High, you're not going to fear any of this. You think I'm? You think I'm scared of Bill Gates and what they're going to roll out? Come on, people, you got to start thinking.
The people will believe what the media tells them they believe. This was in quote from George Orwell. I mean, think about that quote. It's so simplistic, but it's so true. I'll read it again. The people will believe what the media tells them to believe. No one is going to give you any new information that they can regurgitate from the news. That's all they can ever give you. And go look back on George Orwell's book, 1984, and then the subsequent movie that came out. That's a totalitarian state. Think about the think about what that movie represented. That's where we're moving into. I mean, I, I'm gonna give another perspective. I'm what I want to do is I want to play a snippet from from the brother, my brother Edgar Mendex, and a huge shout out to this brother, man. I'm so incredibly grateful that the Most High brought me to his first original page. I believe I had found his work beginning of. 2020 or end of 2019 and we've i've had a few comments on his page here and there especially his old page before they deleted it when he had a page on youtube for over 12 years this brother came out of christianity came out of the cube continued to fight to find justice righteousness and truth and that's all that brother represents is righteousness and justice and truth and so big shout out to him much love and peace and blessings to him but the snippet i'm gonna play is from the word of the righteous episode 45 which i'm going to link down in the description box yeah man living a modernity of no independent thought as thought by my friend john smith go boy now i'm saying uh that's exactly what the near order is all about now i'm saying a herd of zombies without independent thought, ready to do whatever the government tells them, whatever lifestyle are given to them. No more independent thought, no more using your brain, no more being free. And uh, the majority of the sheep are done with that. Yes, they will tell you relaxedly that they want an easy life. They want a life that they don't have to think. A life that they, as you know, the least they do, the better. That's progress. So progress to them, it's meant to be a civilization of lazy people that lost their ability to think and uh, the computers do everything for them and their government thinks for them and they don't know what's right and wrong anymore everything goes as the demonic governments of the world that dictates on them what food they should eat uh, what work they should do how long they should live where they should live, what they should own. You know what I'm saying? These people want to be able to decide all these things for them. You know what I'm saying? And they are granting them these rights to actually do these things, brothers and sisters, because, uh, you know, 
for lack of knowledge. Once they took all the books away and indoctrinated them in them schools of Google, yeah, all them schools with uh, the and the kids for sex and uh, sex change and uh, sex abuse and lack of thought, lack of maturity, lack of discernment, lack, lack of growth. What they make your kids, man, is into they indoctrinated them into mindless sheeples that have no clue about nothing. And uh, they even have the nerve to call them useless eaters in the end of the, the day because they become so stupid and dumb. And the elites call them useless eaters, which is true because they're really dumb, most of them. This is why we end the uh, I mean, precarious situation that we find the world in is because of these people. They've been totally, a generation totally indoctrinated with computers and mobile phones and smartphones. They become stupid. Yeah, they don't know nothing. Everything they believe is what was told to them on TV. That's how they want it. You don't need to read a book anymore. Just watch TV. This is why they took all the physical books out of the libraries and burned them. And uh, only you're gonna find now is digital books mostly on Google libraries. Books that have been edited by Google demons and YouTube demons. Yeah, they are building the matrix in their own fashion. It's nothing to do with the people. It's a satanic world they're building and telling the people that, you know, they are doing that, that they attribute this this uh, retardation, they call it progress, and uh, give it to the people, tell, tell, tell the, tribute it to the people. No, it's not the people that bring all this. Their elites did bring all this technology. Yeah, but only to enslave them. And they have gatekeepers to prevent this technology from working from you to you. Hell no. You know? This is why Google is, is you know, the main keeper of everything. They control the whole internet, all the gates in and out. And since they control the, the mind of, the, they can channel the mind of the zombies to be where they want through the TV, they get more views anywhere and they get more audience because they got TV networks out there that working 24-7 non-stop brainwashing the people into their agendas. And the more the people go to their agendas, the more they die, the more poor they are, but they still trust them because once you've been indoctrinated, you can you don't know right and wrong. You understand that? That's what Mosai said. They walk in dark. They walk in the dark. You understand that? Because they don't know even what's right or wrong anymore. The government just pass a policy and they all run with it without questioning. They just 
the the slow shrink brains yeah will tell them something like the government knows better for you the government knows better for you you don't your government does know the best for you not you you don't know they know and they're gonna do it for you this is the main you know no independent thought modernity of no independent thought modernity of zombies yeah of useless eaters this is why I told you this is why all these cities they cursed these are zombies these people are gonna do whatever they are controlled mind controlled to do yeah and you're gonna see one day they're gonna turn on each other they're gonna eat each other because that's what their elites want yeah but I'm gonna tell you they're never gonna turn against their elites never ever gonna do that this is why their elites feel so confident to go ahead with all the, the demonic plans that they're pushing without no worries about them they're not gonna stop nothing they're not gonna do nothing don't think they're doing anything yeah all these marches all is all a show to keep you asleep to, to make you think something's going on no it's all controlled by the same puppets and same gatekeepers that come out pretend to be anti-government run the marshes for the most part because why and why I will say something like that because I'm let's wait and see yeah okay maybe I'm wrong but let's wait and see you're gonna see nothing is gonna change because it's not the people doing it it's been controlled yeah controlled you have a place to to protest you have certain things you can say certain things you can't say and this is that and I think they choose who speak and who don't because I think there's a lot of other people that will love to be in this protest to talk but they know they don't stand a chance when they get there there's no way they're gonna give them the mic and stand up all controlled and we're gonna find out if I'm lying yeah because you're gonna see that nothing is gonna change and guys like Bill Gates always get their way no matter how criminal their actions are you're gonna see that these people are wicked enough to let them get away with it you're gonna see it man and then you're gonna understand why Mosai don't give a damn about them and so like I said that's an excerpt from the episode of the word of the righteous 45 from my brother Edgar Mendix I highly recommend checking out his channels which I said I will link in the description you're going it's going to change your perspective on everything if you allow your arrogance your ego and your pride to not get in the way but that's just a small example of where this new world order is going and brothers like that speak on it all the time been speaking on it for years and now we see those things happening with our, our eyes we know about propaganda being legal the brother Edgar Mendix was the first, was the one I learned that from 
and I looked into it for myself, and there you go. I found articles. I was able to create an episode off of it. There you go. We truly die for lack of knowledge. And the people that comply will die. We've spoken about it in the episode of Comply and Die. Because when you're on the side of evil and tyranny and wickedness, you are going directly against the creator. And I don't recommend that because you're not going to win. My people die for lack of knowledge. Plain and simple. According to the Reuters.com article entitled, before we continue, let's continue to go a little bit deeper. This is going to be specifically for those who doubted the New World Order agenda and whether it being authentic. Let's let's continue to go dive, dive deep and hit them with the facts, hit them with the truth. According to the Reuters.com article entitled, U.S. CDC chief says there will be no federal mandates on COVID-19 vaccine published on July 31st, 2021. The reason why I'm bringing this article up is so that we can point out the contradictions, the hypocrisy, and the lies. Pull up, point out the circus that you're under if you believe in this, this vaccine, if you believe in this pandemic, you're in, a, you're in a circus. U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said on Friday there will be no nationwide mandate for Americans to get a COVID-19 vaccine, clarifying comments she made earlier during a televised interview. To clarify, there will be no nationwide mandate. I was referring to mandates by private institutions and portions of the federal government, Walensky wrote in a Twitter post. There will be no federal mandate. Earlier on Friday, when asked by a Fox News Channel interviewer, are you mandating a vaccine on a federal level? Walensky said that's something that I think the administration is looking into. President Joe Biden's administration has been seeking ways to increase vaccination levels in the United States at a time when some Americans have persisted in their refusal to get the shot. Biden on Thursday urged local governments to pay people to get vaccinated and set new rules requiring federal workers to provide proof of vaccination or face regular testing, mass mandates, and travel restrictions. The United States is experiencing rising numbers of COVID-19 cases, especially in areas with lower rates of vaccination. In particular, there have been growing numbers of cases of the Delta variant of the coronavirus, and health authorities this week introduced new measures to encourage vaccination and told fully vaccinated Americans to wear masks in COVID-19 hotspots. So you got to understand what they're setting you up for. And what did I mention before? I believe it was the episode of the Mark of the Beast where... They just, they have you chasing your tail if you even listen to them. Where the CDC, Rochelle Walensky is telling you that they're waiting on word from the administration. And the administration is saying that they're following the guidelines of the CDC. Then you got Fauci saying that he's following the guidelines of the government because he works hand in hand with the president. You see where this is going? So they make you think that all these entities are separate. The CDC, the government, Fauci, FDA, the WHO, and then they all can practice plausible deniability if anything happens. And then, of course, while they're at it, they're going to continue to blame it on you, on the vaccinated. I mean, before they started blaming it on the, on the vaccinated, they started blaming it on you guys for protesting, right? 
all last year. You protesting all across the United States, across the, across the world. And then they said the numbers broke out. Cases started to rise right before the election, right before the holiday season when they told you to bunker down and don't travel to see your loved ones. Get on a Zoom call. <laughs> wow. And let's continue on. According to the NBCNews.com article entitled, NYC becomes first major U.S. city to mandate vaccination proof for indoor dining gyms. Indoor dining and gyms, written by Wilson Wong and published on August 3rd, 2021. New York City will require proof of vaccination for leisure indoor activities at restaurants, gyms, and performances, becoming the first major city in the United States to do so. Mayor Bill de Blasio, in making the announcement Tuesday morning at a news conference, said the program known as the Key to NYC Pass will begin in mid-August during a transition period before it will be fully enforced beginning the week of September 13th. It's a time for people to see vaccinations as literally necessary to living a good, full, and healthy life, he said. If you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. So the people, the so-called experts and so-called leaders who claim they care about you and your health, who didn't do any promotions of eating healthier, or working out. Even when they took away your gyms last year, they didn't say, hey, work out from home, do push-ups, do calisthenics, here's some programs that you can have to stay active. No, they didn't mention that. They didn't mention to eat healthy. They didn't mention any of that, to abstain from alcohol. They didn't mention any of that. They didn't mention to get closer to the most high. They didn't mention none of that. You know what they did? They kept your fast food places open. They kept your alcohol stores open, your tobacco stores open locked everything else down, continued to destroy your small business, continued to take away your freedoms one by one, and then all of a sudden, they can come out and just fully mock you with a quote from Bill de Blasio, that this, this puppet, it is time for people to see vaccinations as literally necessary to living a good, full, and healthy life. There you go. A healthy life. Something that they didn't even care about. I mean, do they talk about the obesity rates being at 42% or higher? They don't care if you're a tub of lard and in a wheelchair or a scooter doing your shopping. As long as you're picking up those Monsanto seeds and those GMO foods, it's all good. But of course, that same same individual is going to be brainwashed into believing that it's my responsibility to wear a mask for their safety and their health. Unbelievable. People are under the spells of Babylon. According to the Los Angeles Times.com article entitled, LA gets aggressive on vaccine requirements as Delta surges, how it affects you. Written by Luke Money, Emily Alpert Reyes, and Kevin Rector, and published on August 5th, 2021. With the region still in the throes of the latest coronavirus surge, Los Angeles County is contemplating additional actions that officials hope will help blunt transmission of the highly contagious Delta variant. The country was ahead of the curve in mid-July when it began requiring everyone, even those who are fully vaccinated, to wear masks in public 
and indoor public spaces. But while officials acknowledged it would likely take a few weeks to assess the full effects of the mandate, they're already eyeing other measures to turn the tide of the pandemic. Two LA council members have introduced a proposal to require proof of COVID-19 inoculation as a condition of entry at a host of indoor public spaces. And the chair of the LA County Board of Supervisors has issued an executive order compelling county employees to demonstrate that they've been vaccinated against COVID-19 by early fall. Time is of the essence as the county works fiercely to counter the latest wave of the pandemic. Over the last week, time data shows the, the county has reported an average of more than 2,800 2, new cases a day, six times the rate seen four weeks ago, though still well below the distressing heights of the fall and winter surge. On Tuesday, 1,279 coronavirus positive patients were hospitalized countrywide, countywide, a fourfold increase in just the last month. And there they go with the, you know, the numbers, the numbers that you can't confirm, the numbers that they just tick up, tick up, tick up day after day after day, thousands of thousands of thousands. And people just sit there and just absorb this. They just they just believe this. And they, they run with it, like we said, like Edgar just said, a modernity of brainwashed masses. The government can pass a policy and they run with it. That's exactly what we are seeing today. sit back and you just analyze things and soak them in and look into them for yourself you can begin to connect the dots when you seek the most high when you ask for wisdom knowledge and understanding you'll be able to dive deeper than you ever have been able to dive deeper and things will just be so obvious to you it'll get to a certain point where you can just depend on your intuition where you break out of the facade of experts and leaders who just know you better. You know, the government just knows what's best for you, right? The one, the, the same entity that has been deceiving you your whole entire life knows best for you. The one that's been lying to you over and over and over. Remember when your governments tried to fact check people last year and said vaccine passports are not gonna come or not a thing? Remember when they tried to fact check and say that there wouldn't be required vaccine records at concerts? They're mocking you because they know that you're never going to stand up for yourself. They know that you're never going to speak out. They know that half of you are under witchcraft, under a spell. According to the CNBC.com article entitled, Biden says vaccine mandate for all federal employees is under consideration following VA order, written by Kevin Bruinger and published on July 27, 2021. President Joe Biden said Tuesday, his administration is weighing whether to require federal employees to be vaccinated for the coronavirus. As the highly contagious Delta variant spreads throughout the US, 
That's under consideration right now, Biden told reporters. When asked if he would impose a vaccine mandate for all government workers, the president's remarks came as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reversed its guideline, its guidance on wearing masks indoors. The Biden administration had previously discouraged federal agencies from requiring vaccination for on-site work. But on Monday, the Department of Veterans Affairs announced it would order its healthcare workers to get inoculated, making it the first federal agency to impose such a mandate. Veteran Affairs Secretary Dennis McDonough described the new measures measure as the best way to keep veterans safe. The White House has touted its campaign to vaccinate the nation out of the coronavirus pandemic, but the administration missed its goal of of getting 70% of the U.S. adults to receive at least one vaccine dose by July 4th, and vaccination rates have slowed significantly from prior months. With the highly contagious Delta variant on the rise worldwide, health officials are growing concerned about so-called breakthrough infections among people who are fully vaccinated. Officials have noted However, that the symptoms felt from those infected tend to be milder, and the vast majority of people hospitalized or killed by COVID are unvaccinated. But with another surge in cases expected in the fall, the CDC has now recommended that fully vaccinated people and kids begin wearing masks indoors again in places with high COVID transmission rates, as well as in schools. After noting that cases and deaths are down dramatically, Biden, in a statement later Tuesday, urged Americans to follow the CDC's new guidance, calling the change another step on our journey to defeating this virus. (laughs) Wow. I hope all Americans who live in the areas covered by the CDC guidance will follow it. I certainly will when I travel to these areas, Biden said. Biden's statement said. Boosting vaccinations and wearing masks when necessary will enable us to avoid the kind of lockdowns, shutdowns, school closures, and disruptions we faced in 2020, it said. We are not going back to that, the president's statement said. How many times can you sit there and be lied to and you continue to comply? That's just my question. It's just an open-ended question. It might even be rhetorical to a degree. How many times can these people just sit there and get lied to? And they just eat it up. And they think that this is still about a virus, not about control, not about a new world order, where they have full control of what you do and what you can't do, where they can shut you down. They can have you go home. They can have you social distance. They can have you muzzle up. You really think that this is about a virus. According to the APnews.com article entitled, The Latest, Filipino Leader Says Unvaccinated May Be Shut In, published on July 28, 2021. Philippine President Rodrigo Duretti is warning that Filipinos who refuse to get vaccinated against the coronavirus will not be allowed to leave their homes as a scapegoat against the more contagious Delta variant. Duterte said in televised remarks Wednesday night that there is no law mandating such a restriction, but added he is ready to face lawsuits to keep people who are throwing viruses left and right off the streets. Okay, so they're just throwing it left and right. So I walk outside without a mask. I'm just throwing a virus around? My gosh, man. The brash-talking president adds... 
that for people who don't want to be vaccinated, well, for all I care, you can die anytime. <laughs> oh, wow. And people here in America think that it's not bad because they gave you what a little bit of slice of freedom. Biden told you that, you know, you can enjoy your 4th of July. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, well, everything's kind of getting back to normal. Like I've heard people say that to me and I just look at them. Or I'll just like look at their message and just be bewildered. I'm like, back to normal. And you got the Filipino president saying this. Well, for all I care, you can die anytime. However, more than public hesitance, the Philippines has been grappling with vaccine shortages. Nearly 7 million Filipinos have been fully vaccinated and more than 11 million others have received their first dose. That is a fraction of the government's target of 60 million to 70 million people. Yeah, this, that, those people who haven't are the ones that are smart who are thinking for themselves that know that it is the mark of the beast or at least know that it's poison or it's nefarious given that it's coming directly from their government the ones that you know have been enslaving them guys the article goes on to state here's what else is happening the mayor of atlanta has decreed that face masks must be worn in all indoor public spaces including private businesses in georgia's largest city mayor keisha lance bottoms also is ordering that city buildings remain closed to the public. Atlanta City Hall has been closed to non-stop to non-employees since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, but had been scheduled to fully reopen August 9th. Bottom says in a statement released Wednesday that the public health experts overwhelmingly agree, and data has proved that wearing a face covering helps slow the spread of this deadly virus. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says state employees must get vaccinated against the coronavirus by Labor Day or undergo weekly virus testing. Como said Wednesday that it's smart, it's fair, and it's in everyone's interest. The governor is following on the heels of California, New York City, and other jurisdictions that have announced similar policies this week. And so you got to understand that all of these individuals are puppets. All of these, they're going to tell you, oh, it's political, that, this, that, and third. This guy's Democrat. This this woman's Republican. This, that, and a third. This guy's bucking back at Biden. This guy's bucking back at the system. No. If you've been paying attention, you know that this is exactly what they did last year with the mask mandates and lockdowns. They are going to give you a few states, such as Florida or Texas, that are going to be the rebel states. You know why? Because a lot of people that live down there have guns. And I'm not talking about just one gun per person. I'm talking about 5, 10, 15 guns. And that's per person. That's multiple people down there. They know that these people have always been anti-government, especially in Texas and Florida. They've always been anti-government, at least to the degree that, hey, I want to own my own business. I don't want you meddling in my affairs. You're already taxing me, so leave me alone. A lot of people have lived like this, very simple lives out in the boonies, out on land, live in the way that they're supposed to live, at least to a degree. So they know. They know they got to be a little patient with those bigger states. So don't believe any of these people that are saying that they're not going to impose these restrictions. You best believe that they're just a part of a narrative. They're playing a part. This is a movie script being played out right in front of you, brothers and sisters. Why do you think I always describe how I feel like The Truman Show? Why do I always talk about movies like The Matrix, 1984? They have been showing us for years where things are headed. I mean, they gave you movies like The Purge. 
How many movies do they have with viruses breaking out or zombie apocalypses breaking out? Come on, people. What do you think this is going? Movies about, oh, you know, a virus, uh, you know, the government created a lab virus and it escaped. Think about the, the video game Bioshock. When I read the article in yesterday in, in the previous episode of Mark of the Beast talking about Bioshock and how it was giving you predictive programming. People got to start thinking. According to the Jonathan Turley.org article entitled, It Needs to Be Harder for People to Remain Unvaccinated, Making the Case for COVID Challenges. Dr. Liana Wen, CNN analyst and distinguished fellow at the Fitzhugh Mullen Institute of Health Workforce Equality at Georgia Washington University, has caused a stir due to her recent declaration on CNN that it needs to be harder. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated with France implementing a mandatory health pass and private companies like Morgan Stanley requiring vaccinations for employees to return to work, we can expect more protests and challenges around the world. Those cases are likely to focus on whether mandatory requirements are based on medical or political imperatives. Wen's comment is likely to be repeated in many filings as another case of saying the quiet part out loud. She appears to advocate measures defined to coerce people to take vaccinations due to the continuing refusal of a sizable number of people. Wen is a well-known medical analyst and the former head of Planned Parenthood. There you go. The demonic Baal Moloch sacrificial Planned Parenthood, huh? Remember, my body, my choice. But now, your body, not your choice. The article goes on to state, she is visiting a professor at George Washington University. When made clear that health measures should be used to make life hard for people who refuse the vaccine so that they yield to public demands. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. In the Washington Post, Wen also called for Biden to make the case for vaccine requirements. There's already open pressure from the White House and private companies to require vaccinations. Morgan Stanley responded by doing just that this week. They can likely do so. The most serious challenges come could come from those with religious objections. However, even if they are allowed to work remotely, Morgan Stanley CEO James Gorman stated in July that if you want to get paid New York rates, you work in New York. None of this I'm in Colorado and getting paid like I'm sitting in New York City. Sorry, that doesn't work. The message could not be clear that working remotely will come at a penalty. So they're going to slash your salary. A lot of other people have already taken hits. I've seen it online in, in message boards, talk, people talking about how they refused the vaccine and how their pay was cut or bonuses are being withheld from them. And you guys don't think that this is the new world order. You all think that this is all for your best interest. All right, keep believing that. Keep holding out hope. Just keep holding out hope. Keep thinking that that mandate's not gonna come down to your office or your business. You could be a business owner right now and say, oh my God, I'll never mandate it. Okay. What happens when they make a medical gold standard and your office could be hit with taxes, higher taxes and higher rates and penalties and fines if your employees are not so-called vaccinated, you're not hitting the gold standard. 
I know Magda spoke about that. I forgot what the, 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 the terminology was for it. The Magda spoke about it in his podcast or a recent video. You really think that all of these businesses are going to be able to hold out when at the end of the day, their bottom line is money? So all the government has to do is impose penalties and fines, and then they're going to fold like a, like a lawn chair. And people are going to say, oh, well, that's just a few a few companies. It's not going to be everyone. Okay, let's continue. According to the CNN.com article entitled, Defense Secretary Austin expected to make COVID-19 vaccine mandatory for active duty troops. Written by Barbara Starr and published on August 4th, 2021. So these are recent articles, brothers and sisters. It's not some something from a year ago. And even if it was an older article, it's coming to fruition. But think about how recent all this is and you're going to say it's not going to happen. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is expected to seek authorization to make COVID-19 vaccines mandatory for all active duty troops as soon as this week, following President Joe Biden's directive that the military examine how and when it can make that happen. And think about all the people who have been active, even if they haven't seen war or it's been years since they've gone to war. Think about how much money they're getting paid. Think about you know the education, the free education that they dangle in front of you like a carrot. If you serve, if you're active, if you continue to re-enlist. The article goes on to state, Austin's inclination is towards making the COVID-19 vaccine mandatory for active duty troops, a defense official told CNN. If the secretary makes that final recommendation, he could seek a presidential waiver to allow the vaccine to be administered to troops before full approval by the Food and, and Drug Administration, just like they've been doing to you people. You are a guinea pig for these people. It's, it's only approved for emergency use, not FDA approved, which you know is going to come. The FDA approval will come once they hit a certain number of actual vaccinations. It will come and it'll be fully mandated everywhere to do anything imaginable, literally anything. A Pentagon decision and recommendation on how to proceed could come this week, several officials say. Biden announced on July 29th that he was asking the Defense Department to look into how and when it will add the COVID-19 vaccine to the list of mandatory military vaccinations. Biden specifically said he knew that Austin is open to it. Of course he knew. He's a puppet. There's not one person in politics or in government that is not a part of their show, a part of the circus. Everyone's playing a role. Some of them are playing multiple roles. For those that know what I'm saying. The article continues, if the secretary makes that final recommendation, he could seek a presidential waiver to allow the vaccine to be administered to troops before full approval. Oh, I, I read that part. My bad. Since then, the Joint Chiefs have met to discuss how a mandatory vaccination plan might work. Austin has also been consulting with military medical authorities. The defense official said Austin's current view is to seek authorization to make it mandatory. We'll get after it. The Pentagon previously indicated it was likely to wait for FDA approval before making inoculation against COVID-19 mandatory, but Biden's push for greater vaccination levels created pressure to move more quickly and will likely lead the Pentagon to request a presidential waiver. A Justice Department memo dated July 6 said that 
because DOD has informed us that it understandably does not want to convey inaccurate or confusing information to service members that is telling them that they are they have the option to refuse the COVID-19 vaccine if they effectively lack such an option because of the military order. DOD should seek a presidential waiver before it imposes a vaccination requirement. So, I mean, it's so if they're going to vaccinate your healthcare workers, your military, and then the teachers unions, all teachers who go back to school, you know, it's going to start. And airlines, look at United Airlines, look at Tyson's Chicken, look at Uber, look at Facebook. You really think that this is not going to spread everywhere. They're poisoning their own people, brothers and sisters, because we are in the end of days. We are in the new world order. That's it. They know their time is almost up. But it's going to get uglier before we see any change. Like we've been saying and sharing with people for how many? For how long? For how long? And people don't see where this is going. Still think that this is a myth, that this is conspiracy. Okay, it's your life. According to the 9news.com AU, that AU article entitled Military to Oversee Australia's COVID Vaccine Vaccine Rollout, published on April 17, 2021. The military will be brought in to oversee Australia's rollout of the coronavirus vaccine. Navy Commodore Eric Young will be appointed to manage the logistics of the program, coordinating the supply and distribution of the jabs. This comes as National Cabinet is set to hold an emergency meeting on Monday as the government tries to get the vaccine rollout back on track. The Morrison government's goal had been to get 4 million Australians vaccinated by the start of April, but so far the number's only sitting at around 1.4 million. National Cabinet will discuss this at the first of two weekly meetings on Monday. There has been some public hesitance in getting the COVID vaccine with fears it could cause blood clots after the therapeutic goods administration confirmed the death of a an SW woman was likely linked to her receiving the AstraZeneca vaccine. Also on Cabinet's agenda will be the, a new potential plan for home quarantine and return travelers. Scott Morrison has flagged the idea of vaccinated Australians being allowed to travel overseas for family or business reasons and then being permitted to quarantine at home when they return instead of a hotel. While medical experts are looking into the proposed idea, it would need backing from state and territory leaders (laughs) okay so so the military over in australia we've already been hearing about the tyranny going on in other countries such as australia such as north korea such as china such as russia such as parts of europe so much tyranny so much wickedness even africa so you think you're immune here in the united states you think your constitution your so-called declaration of independence is going to save you Really? You think you can fight their religion of science with your own science? If you believe in the vaccine, what? You're going to use other expert advice who believe in the virus, but who are telling you not to take the vaccine. You think that's going to stand up against this tyranny? 
Think about Trump's Operation Warp Speed, where he boasted about the military getting injections in people's arms. And then now you see articles about military to oversee Australia's COVID vaccine rollout. So the military's overseeing a health-related issue. And there's you don't you don't have a red flag from that? Okay. Okay. According to the AirForceTimes.com article entitled, The Army's Buying 500 Million COVID Vaccine Doses, But They're Not for Soldiers, written by Todd South and published on August 3rd, 2021. The Army recently inked a $3.5 billion contract with Pfizer Inc. for the pharmaceutical company to produce 500 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. But those shots are not planned for soldiers. Shoulders. Instead, the contract award states they are for international donation and procurement is expected to be completed by December 3rd, 31st, 2022, according to the Pentagon. The plan is for those half a billion doses to be distributed to more than 100 countries, most in Africa. And what do we know about the history of Africa? Think about even the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation going over there and jabbing Africans, sterilizing them, harming them, killing them, mismaiming them, and then bouncing. Think about the, I believe it was, what, 60 Minutes or 2020, where that, that drag queen, Melinda Gates, is going around talking about how <clears throat> African women should focus on not having so many children. Again, plain God. The same people who told you the population's overpopulated, the world's overpopulated, but yet that's not the case. Telling you, oh, there's too many people. The same people playing the role of the Most High, and you, people accept it. The article goes on to state, Our partnership with the U.S. government will help bring hundreds of millions of doses of our vaccine to the poorest countries around the world as quickly as possible. Pfizer chairman and CEO Albert Borola said, in a June announcement of the plan, COVID-19 has impacted everyone everywhere. And to win the battle against this pandemic, we must ensure expedited access to vaccines for all. The Army isn't the only entity shooting for vaccine diplomacy. Efforts to maintain, strengthen, or build ties across the globe, both Russia and China have been pushing their own COVID-19 vaccines to other nations as they become available. The Pfizer Biotech COVID-19 vaccine was one of the three early vaccines distributed for mass use in the United States to combat the global pandemic. And we already know this is just a show. They're always going to say, oh, there's racism. There's, you know, black people or brown people have less access to the vaccine. You know, all these poor countries, it's, it's classism. Only the wealthy have access to it. You need to wake up. You need to stop even listening to their narratives because that's just all a lie. You think they have three types of vaccines? That's all the same poison. It's all. You think there's differences in the mark of the beast? It's the same thing. According to the APnews.com article entitled, CNN fires three employees for coming to work unvaccinated, written by David Bowder and published on August 5th, 2021. CNN has fired three employees who violated company policy by coming to work unvaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. CNN chief 
Jeff Zucker told staff members of the firing in a memo sent Thursday that reminded them that vaccines are mandatory if they report to the office or out in the field where they come into contact with other employees. Let me be clear, we have a zero tolerance policy on this, wrote Zucker, chairman of News and Sports for Warner Media. The memo was obtained by the Associated Press after its contents were first tweeted by CNN media reporter Oliver Darcy. CNN offered no details on the firings or where the employees were based. Most of CNN's offices were already open on a voluntary basis, and Zucker said more than a third of news staff members have returned. Proof of vaccination has been left to the honor system, he said, but that may change in coming weeks. So, I mean, come on, people. They're showing you. That's why they start with the big companies. That's why they start with government entities. And then it trickles its way down to being mandated, to being approved by the FDA. And then eventually there's going to be some sort of business gold standard. So all the small businesses that are fighting it, who are so-called hiring the unvaccinated, they're going to have to do it or they're going to be hit with so many fines and penalties that they're going to have to fold. We are in the new world order, brothers and sisters. There's no denying that. And let's continue to do a deep, deeper dive into the dark and nefarious things going on behind the scenes. According to the amgnews.com article entitled, Complete List of 800 FEMA Concentration Camps 2021 slash The Road to Hell, written by Medea Greer and published on August 5th, 2021. FEMA is the executive arm of the coming police state and thus will head up all operations. The presidential executive orders already listed on the Federal Register are also part of the legal framework for this operation. The camps all have railroad facilities as well as roads leading to and from the detention facilities. Many also have an airport nearby. The majority of the camps can house a population of 20,000 prisoners. Currently, the largest of these facilities is just outside of Fairbanks, Alaska. The Alaskan facility is a massive mental health facility and can hold approximately 2 million people. Now let's review the justification for any actions taken executive orders associated with FEMA that would suspend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And let's think back to the article that we read on the six stages of the New World Order. Suspending the Constitution, brothers and sisters, that was stage six. So let's continue. Executive orders associated with FEMA that would suspend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. These executive orders have been on record for nearly 30 years and could be enacted by the stroke of a presidential pen. On December 6th and January 6th, President Trump's words shook the world. And there's a video they link, so I'm not going to play the video. But I'm going to read through these executive orders that were signed. Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control of highways and seaports. Executive Order 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communication media. Executive Order 10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10998 
allows the government to seize all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks, or vehicles of any kind, and total control over all highways, seaports, and waterways. Executive Order 10999 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. The new world order is here, regardless of whether you want to believe it or not. The article goes on to state, Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civil civilians into work brigades under government supervision. Executive Order 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. Even SWAT teams are helpless against this. Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration for all persons. Executive Order 11003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft. Executive Order 11004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Executive Order 11005 allows the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. Executive Order 11051 specifies the responsibility of the Office of Emergency Planning and gives authorization to put all executive orders into effect in times of increased international tension and economic or financial crisis. Executive Order 11310 grants authority to the Department of Justice to enforce the plans set out in executive orders, to institute industrial support, to establish judicial and legislative liaison, to control all aliens, to operate penal and correctional institutions, and to advise and assist the president. Executive Order 11049 assigns emergency preparedness function to federal departments and agencies, consolidating 21 operative executive orders issued over a 15-year period. Executive Order 11921 allows the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency to develop plans to establish control over the mechanisms of production and distribution of energy, sources, wages, salaries, credit, and the flow of money in the U.S. financial institution in any undefined national emergency. Keyword, any undefined national emergency. It also provides that when a state of emergency is declared by the president, Congress cannot review the actions for, the action for six months. There's your coded six. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has broad powers in every aspect of the nation. General Frank Salzado, chief of FEMA's Civil Security Division, stated in a 1983 conference that he saw FEMA's role as a new frontier in the protection of individual and governmental leaders from assassination and of civil and military installation from sabotage and or attack, as well as prevention of dissident groups from gaining access to U.S. opinion or a global audience in times of crisis. FEMA's powers were consolidated by President Carter to incorporate the National Security Act of 1947, allows for the strategic 
relocation of industries, services, government, and other essential e- economic activities, and to rationalize the requirements from manpower, resources, and production facilities. The 1950 Defense Production Act gives the president sweeping powers over all aspects of the economy. Act of August 29th, 1916, authorizes the Secretary of the Army in time of war to take possession of any transportation system for transporting troop, troops, material, or any other purpose related to the emergency. International Emergency Economic Powers Act enables the president to seize the property of foreign country or national. These powers were transferred to FEMA in a sweeping consolidation in 1979. Highly recommend looking at this link, which I will link in the description of the podcast. But here you go, brothers and sisters. Why are all these laws being passed? Under the radar, all low key, never discussed. And then you think your vote counts? Did you vote for those things? Did you vote for all that? Did you even know about it? So why are they enacted? And then you have trust in your government? When they're setting up things over a hundred years ago, decades ago, years ago, recently, that all seemingly are coincidentally falling in line with everything that's going on with this so-called pandemic and the so-called whispers about World War III. Come on, people. People got to really start using their brain. According to the charliekirk.com article entitled, CDC discusses green zones for those who are at high risk for virus. Published on August 6, 2021. On July 26, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, posted operational considerations for humanitarian settings to its website under global COVID-19. Having received virtually zero media attention, it seems to be supporting highly questionable intermittent practices disguised by the term shielding. This document presents considerations from the perspective of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for implementing the shielding approach in humanitarian settings as outlined in guidance documents focused on camps, displaced population, and low-resource settings. The post begins... The document acknowledges green zones for those at high risk of contracting the virus. The goal is to protect high-risk populations from disease and death. It claims, while admitting this approach has never been documented and has raised questions and concerns among humanitarian partners who support response activities in these settings, the New American writes that although the document appears to refer to settings outside the United States, the suggestion that the government should erect safe zones to quarantine healthy but at-risk people should alarm Americans already faced with mask and vaccine mandates. The purpose of this document is to highlight potential implementation challenges of the shielding approach from CDC's perspective and guide thinking around implementation in the absence of empirical data, the document states. Undoubtedly, they will face tremendous implementation challenges because they are proposing violation they are proposing violates human rights be forcing individuals into what are essentially intermittent camps as the new american sums up 
The document is what sounds like a blueprint for a future action, which describes three levels of confinement. The targeted will be temporarily re relocated to safer green zones in the household. Neighborhood, camp, slash sector, or community level. Each involves isolation. Each of the three levels are summarized below. This, and remember, brothers and sisters, this is on their website. Just like their zombie preparedness. They're mocking you. The CDC says, of the first and luckiest level of at-home isolation, low-risk HH members should not enter the green zone. If entry is necessary, it should be done only for healthy individuals after washing hands and using face coverings. Interactions should be at safe distance, approximately two meters. Minimum movement of high-risk individuals outside the green zone. Low-risk HH members continue to follow social distancing and hygiene practices outside the house. So basically, you're a child. You're an idiot. You're a child. They tell you what to do. Remember? Next level applies to the neighborhood and the camp sector level. A group of shelters such as schools, community buildings within a camp sector. Max, 50 high-risk individuals per single green zone where high-risk individuals are physically isolated together. And finally, the green zone with tight restrictions. One entry point is used for exchange of food, supplies, etc. A meeting area is used for residents and visitors to interact while practicing physical distancing. No movement into our into or outside the green zone. As for high-risk children, they are not exempt from operational considerations. They will be accompanied into isolation by a single caregiver who will also be considered a green zone resident in terms of movements and contacts with those outside the green zone. So why would the CDC put that up on their website when we're already at the heels of all these mandates, all these people saying blame the, the unvaccinated, this, that, and the third? All while they have rumors of war in the background, you really think that we're not moving into the new world order a full compliance, a full control of your soul? Because once you take that Mark of the Beast vaccine, you already gave them their soul. So if some of you took it and you feel inspired to help us fight or you feel inspired to get right with the most high, because I'm not going to sit here and say this, that, and the third, you know, a lot of it's speculation, but in my opinion, you do give up your soul because you're no longer controlled. Just like the mag broke down in layman's terms, you're no longer controlled. You're controlled by the devil, the evil entities, the satanic holders, the Nephilim. But if you realize this after you take it and you want to get right with the most high, I'm not going to say don't try. I'm not going to say don't try to help us because we're going to need all the help we can get. According to the ZeroHedge.com article entitled, Restrictions on Unvaxxed See Explosion of Fake Vaccination Cards in US and EU. A week ago, we detailed the story of the American couple getting fined $50,000 by the government of Canada after they were caught providing border agents with fake COVID-19 proof of vaccination documents at the airport. We noted this seeming unusual occurrence was likely to tip was likely the tip of the iceberg in terms of the rise of an entire sophisticated counterfeit documents industry geared toward getting around new restrictions quickly going into place, such as a recent New York City ban on the unvaccinated dining and restaurants or entering gyms and other public venues. And what I got to ask people is, what are you so desperate about to go travel and go out to eat and go to gyms? You got to ask yourself this. Where is really your heart and soul at? Is it in Babylon, in this system? Is it in getting back to normal? 
Well, then if that's the case, you're going to eventually take the mark of the beast. You're going to succumb. You're going to fold. You're not. You're going to be spineless. You're going to be cowardly because you're not going to be able to stand on any principles. You're not going to stand on all ten toes. You have no moral code. You still are flip flopping. So what are you doing traveling? If the story is even real, it could be a false. It could be a false flag story. But at the end of the day, they're showing you what they expect to happen and and the fine a fifty thousand dollar fine of course they're going to want to stop you from doing that and they want to deter you from trying the article goes on to state this also this also as so-called digital covid passports aren't yet uniform within the u.s or especially around the globe and as global protests and pushbacks are on the rise especially in europe and most recently, the United States has mandated that all federal workers must be vaccinated, with the only alternative being a regimen of regular testing and mask wearing. Major employers are also increasingly issuing mandates for their in-person staff. There will, without doubt, the many who refuse what is still at this point an experimental vaccine, giving lack of formal FDA approval and regular rigorous process, while also naturally desiring to avoid the extreme inconvenience of daily social distancing and generally being placed in the second class non-vax social category i mean that's what they're doing they're giving you that division and they're going to start saying you know what they're going to start doing they're going to start make the unvaccinated look like we're criminals like oh there's this underground illegal covid19 vaccination record card you know industry where hey vaccinated people they're taking your rights you guys were the ones who complied and did everything right it's not fair towards you they're going to start getting in the heads of all these bozos of all these idiots all these dimwits all these idol worshipers and they're going to continue to turn on you they're going to continue to turn on you for me personally i don't care enough to try to go and get a fake vaccination card i'm just not I'm not, I have no desire to be a part of the society. I don't want to even be around anyone who believes in COVID-19, really. Unless I've known you for years and we've been good friends or you're a family member, I won't even be around you. Any new friends that I meet, so-called people, new people, I easily can filter them out right away. Are they going to be a benefit to my life? Are they going to be a hindrance? It takes me all but a few minutes to know what type of person they are. And it all predicates on their thought process. Do they think for themselves? Do they not? Do they support evil and tyranny and wickedness? Do they not? I'm going to finish here in the article. The Wall Street Journal has documented multiple instances of fake vaccination cards and their proliferation on the internet, based largely on the relatively easy to forge initial CDC vaccination cards. In the U.S., fake vaccination cards purportedly issued by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have appeared for sale on sites such as Amazon, eBay, and Etsy. The report details. Of course. You know, they gave you that stupid piece of paper vaccination card on purpose because they wanted to create the order out of chaos. They say, here, here's your vaccination card. It's just a piece of paper. But in the background, they have the quantum tattoo like we just spoke about in the episode of our previous episode of The Mark of the Beast, the quantum tattoo. And guess who is a part of that? Of course, Billy Goat Gates, your your homie Billy. He, of course, is a part of the quantum tattoo, which will can store your vaccination records and has infrared technology where it can actually illuminate that quantum tattoo in your skin. And then it can read from your skin what kind of vaccination records you have. Not to mention what Amazon's doing with the palm reading. You, you see where this is going? 
when you all went and took an mRNA vaccine that they told you has nano robots and nano crystals and nanoparticles in it, where the robots work around your body and release so-called medicine. Come on, people. This is the new world order. You're going to be completely controlled by these wicked, Nephilim, evil, demonic spirits. And you all complied. I haven't complied not once with no mask mandates, with no social distancing, with no lockdowns, with none of that, with no vaccine, none of that. I never will. And I honestly want out of the sick society. I don't care how inconvenient it is if I have to grow my own food or forge my own food or get my own water. It doesn't matter. I don't care if I go homeless. I'm never going to comply to this tyranny ever. And like I mentioned in our previous episode about the Mark of the Beast, I, I highly encourage everybody to go to AURSonline.com. Type that into your search bar and tell me what you see. You're going to see anonymous, unvaccinated reporting system. And at the home page, it's going to say, welcome to the future. Earn extra cash. Report unvaccinated family, friends, and neighbors. FFNS. Family, friends, and neighbors. Wow anonymously online every name you submit gives you a chance to win 2500 in our monthly sweepstakes the AURS is a non-government agency I love how they say a non-government agency when you know it's a government agency names provided will be submitted to local county health authorities find out more about our team in the about section and then of course there's a section that says the following is a message for the visually impaired and that's a 33 second message you really think it's just coincidentally 33 okay telling you the freemasons are telling you what they are and what's interesting is if you click on the file report tab it's going to take you to a section where it says who are you reporting the AURS is a non-government agency names provided will be submitted to local county health authorities we received 625 plus reports of unvaccinated family friends and neighbors since launching Enter the information of the person you're reporting that's not vaccinated. You will receive a confirmation email and you you report number of our monthly sweet stakes of 2500 Good luck. In the form, just a basic form, it includes a URS reporting form, name, last name, email, phone number, address. And then it says, where would local county health authorities find this person? It has address one, address two, and then city, state, and then you can hit submit. And we already spoke about what the NFL is doing with their, I forgot what the the app was called. It was something response. I think it was like rapid response. Let me see if I can find it real quick. One second. But they're basically showing you what they're going to do. Let me see. One second. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So the NFL has some kind of beyond COVID response application that they use so because of course the media if if this information gets out about the AURS you know reporting unvaccinated people of course they're more than likely going to try to get in front of it and say it's fake news that it's misinformation they're going to try to fact check it but let's be honest they already have something similar to that in the NFL right now it's called real response where players can anonymously 
report updates, medical situations, hazing, bullying. They they lie and say it's about the hazing and bullying, but of course it's about the medical. About of course it's COVID related. So if your your teammate didn't wear a mask correctly, or if your teammate refused to get the vaccine, or if your teammate was spreading misinformation, your teammate's gonna get fined what fifteen thousand dollars. Go back and read the article. Go back and listen to that episode. So you really think that this anonymous unvaccinated reporting system it can't be real? That could be a fake website for all we know, but they're going to build something just like it. They're going to. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Not too much deeper, but just bring up an article or two more before we finish. According to the conservative no, actually, let's do according to the RadioPatriot.net article entitled The Real Reason Bill Gates is Buying U.S. Land, published on May 4, 2021. There's a lot more to it that people aren't understanding yet about the global Marxist agenda. Bill Gates and the Chinese are not just buying up farm land for that purpose. What they are doing, locking up land, not just private land, but in wilderness areas, national anything to do with land conservation programs that literally pay farmers dairymen etc to not use their land is working towards their real agenda there will be no more there will be no rural areas no farm ground there will be 11 regions in the u.s where what's left of the population after their depopulation plan will only be allowed to live what is happening right now and remember what we read from all of those those government laws that were passed like overnight where they could actually upheave and upmove people into new regions. What is happening right now is Northern Nevada for the first smart city being built on 67,000 acres with the demo communist governor's plan to make it a law for the big tech humanists to be their own government is the start of the plan. There is no conspiracy, but there are no coincidences. The legislation would allow companies working in innovative areas such as blockchain, Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, etc. to be granted the authority of a a county government for tracts of Virginia land greater than 50,000 acres. So, I mean, realistically, you're talking about a guy who has ties to GMO, to Monsanto. He bragged about GMO saving the world. This dude could end world hunger overnight if he wanted to. We know that Bill Gates doesn't have all the money that they describe, but let's just pretend for a second that Bill Gates wanted to use that money for something good. He could end world hunger right there. But instead it gives you vaccines, instead gives you GMOs, instead starts buying up your land. All while all these laws are being passed behind the scenes, while all these mandates are happening, what do you think is happening right now? Come on, people. I'm going to finish here. According to the VeteransToday.com article entitled New World Order, quotes from the notorious, infamous, and politically relevant, written by GP and published on April 28, 2018. I'm just going to go through a few quotes that I like from this article that stand out. To achieve world government, it is necessary to remove from the minds of men their individualism, loyalty to family traditions, national patriotism, and religious dogmas. And this was Brock Adams, director of the UN Health Organization, in quote. The next one. Today, Americans would be outraged if UN troops 
entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told there was an outside threat from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of the world will plead with world leaders to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by their world government. And this was in quote from U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. And you know how we spoke about Kissinger in the episode of Useless Eaters, the one that laughed at you and called you a useless eater. The next quote, I hope history will record that the Gulf crisis was the crucible of the New World Order. In quote by George Bush, August 1991, National Security Strategy of the United States. The next quote, it isn't only Gestapo maniacs who do inhumane things to people. We, North Americans, are responsible for doing inhumane things on a massive scale to people all over the world. And this was in quote from former CIA official John Stockwell. The next quote, we are not going to achieve a new world order without paying for it in blood, as well as in words and money. End quote from the CFR, U.S. Council on Foreign Relations, Journal of Foreign Affairs, August 1975. This next quote, we shall have world government, whether or not we like it. The only question is whether world government will be achieved by consent or by conquest. This end quote. U.S. banker, financial advisor to President Roosevelt, and Council on Foreign Relations member James Warburg to the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on February 17, 1950, as testified at the U.S. Senate. This next quote, the technocratic art era involves the gradual appearance of a more controlled society, such that a society would be dominated by an elite unrestrained by traditional values. Soon it will be possible to assert almost continuous surveillance over every citizen and maintain up-to-date complete files containing even the most personal information about the citizen. These files will be subject to instantaneous retrieve by the authorities. This was in quote from the U.S. National Security Chief Zygniew Brzezinski. And last but not least, the world can therefore seize the opportunity, to, Persian Gulf crisis in parentheses, to fulfill the long-held promise of a new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to, to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. This is from a quote from U.S. President George H.W. Bush. So if you still are a skeptic of the new world order, how it's been planned, how they've been patient, how all of these characters have played their part in wars, in genocide, in, in tyranny, in laws, in false flags, in crisis, in all of these ways to destroy the people, in brainwashing, in propaganda, in censor, censorship, in gatekeeping, in violence, in murder, in poisoning of our foods, of our waters. If you still believe that this is all one big coincidence, you might as well just sink along with the ship. Continue believing your government. Continue believing that they love you. Continue doing so. It's, it's on you. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Woe to those who speak of evil as good and of good as evil, 
who make darkness into light and light into darkness. They make bitter into sweet and sweet into bitter. And that's what we live in. This is the times that we live in. This is your government. This is the new world order. Everything is backwards. Everything is perverted. Everything is evil. Ezekiel chapter 30, verse 12. I will make the rivers dry and deliver the land into the hand of evil people. And I will make the land and all that fills it desolate by the hand of foreigners. I, the Most High, have spoken. That's the life that we all live in, brothers and sisters. This type of wicked world that is only going to get worse and worse and worse. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 12. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a city with iniquity. What do you think all these cities are? What, do you, what, what, what kind of conditions do you think we're all in right now? <laughs> Psalm chapter 146 verse 3. Do not rely on nobles nor on a human being for he holds no salvation. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 12. If a ruler hearkens to falsehood, all his servants are wicked. So you support all of this? You are wicked yourself. And last but not least, I'm going to finish here. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 18. For with much wisdom comes much grief, and he who increases knowledge increases pain. Like I've always said, what we do with sharing the, this truth is not easy. You get a lot of people coming up against you, but we do it for the future generations. We do it for the righteousness of the Most High and the creation, and we're never going to stop. A warning to the wicked. May the Most High bring calamities, strife, and iniquities upon you. To those who curse me, my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them. To those who hate the Most High and the righteous men and women along with the creation. To those who trick or mock the Most High's righteous men and women. To those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life. May the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. May you no longer inhabit the earth, for the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do the righteous work. Therefore, I will send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days, along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.